Victor joined the rest just after Aramis had slain the woman, and the group demanded an explanation from the mysterious bard. Aramis explained that his deal with Zoloth required him to act as a hand of justice, delivering punishment to the wicked at the god's request. I have been concerned about this, considering what I have researched about Zoloth himself. A god who is often seen as taking their domain too far, he recruits those that are desperate to avenge the fallen and turns them into weapons for his will to punish those deemed as evil. Aramis' story seems to be the same. He had a quiet life in a circus group on the rise to rival the Ruby Oasis in entertainment, only to have his family and his partner cut down by a group known as the Blood Flame Serpent. Consumed by despair, he accepted Zolos' call to help rid him of those that destroyed his home once and for all. This understanding helped the party come to terms with the act they witnessed, and together the Watch helped Aramis dispose of the body by burning it to ash. Once the grim task was complete, they convened to discuss the matter of the other gangs belonging to the Kraken's Maw network. Madame Talvain's task only required the removal of the gang accosting the children in her care, but the Watch decided that removing all associated gangs would be a boon to Southport as a whole. With that, they hatched a plan to invite all four gang leaders to a meeting under the guise of the Minotaur Altaros, hoping to round up and fell the leadership in one swoop. To that end, Victor forged four notes as best he could from a member of Altaros' group before taking it to a contact he mentioned could aid them. Victor assured the party that this contact would be able to get the word to the various leaders for a price. Then the four met at the Bilge Pump Tavern in the lower district, spending some time resting and preparing for the coming fight. It was during this that Aramis spoke of his past with Zolos and his life, opening up too about having been sent to the Watch to aid Victor per the Eight Rings request. I believe he was hoping to drop this last piece of knowledge just before the scheduled meeting time of midnight to avoid any follow-up questions from Victor for a time. But nobody showed up. Concern turned to full worry as Aramis received a minor message from his god, an omen that not everything was as it should be. Desperate, Victor led the party to a tannery owned by his contact, Memin Basha. The place was empty and there were no signs of a break-in, though Victor was able to find a map with circled locations of the four areas where the gangs resided. With no other leads, the party went to the closest one at the docks. I'll spare you the gruesome details of the next half hour, Miss Farrakew. I know death is no stranger to you by now, but this was more than that. The bodies of the dead were flayed and displayed, and each location was trapped to cause more destruction to those that found the grisly scenes. Only one constant remained through all these scenes. Each was marked with the same symbol, a serpent winding around a diamond pierced by an arrow, the symbol that Aramis easily recognized as that of the blood flame serpents. The party panicked, moving from location to location and trying to find those responsible. They even found Memon hanging from the third scene, as dead as the rest, but the night was just beginning. Screams tore through all of Southport, suddenly and violently, as groups began to march through the streets in a cavalcade of death. You may have already heard the whispers of it circling the rumor mill, should you be near a city or town. They are calling it the Night of Carnage, and everyone is now on high alert to prevent it from striking their town as well. The Blood Flame Serpents led a coordinated attack against the city of Southport, killing many and destroying as much as they could. The Wayward Watch raced to save who they could, fighting against a carnival of chaos, large beasts, and even a dragonborn that Aramis used to know, an old member of his circus group brought back from the dead and given dark power. There does not seem to be any rhyme or reason to the group's signature style or magic. I have reports of undead marching in the streets, elementals rampaging against the docks, 
dark wizards flooding homes with noxious gas, even priestesses of evil gods wielding their powers on the unsuspecting and innocent. Among them were more mundane methods of murder and torture, but it is all so disorganized it does not feel like the same group. But yet they all bore the symbol of the serpent. Even the tower wasn't spared their wrath, though we fared better than most. Helm managed to handle the group that came to vandalize and burn the garden, while I locked the tower down using Tuscadia's old charms. I'm grateful they still work, as our defenses beyond that are fairly limited. I know your instincts, Eve. I know you are reading this and immediately making plans to come home, but I bid you not to return. The night is over, and all that is left is to bury the dead and repair the damage. The watch stands as a beacon of light amid the dark display, and your presence out in the world will comfort those who worry the serpents will strike at them next. Continue your noble work, and let your friends help this city recover. I shall inform you of any changes, as always. Your humble servant, Kilobix. Hello, everyone, and welcome to session 11 of Anaria, the Shattered Realms. Woo! Woo! Whoa. Woo! <laughs> Dallin, what happened to you? Battle cry! Uh, unfortunately, Dallin has been uh, cursed with a baleful polymorph mm. this evening. It shall last for a while. Um, he will no he will not be able to play this evening, but uh, hopefully he's yeah, learned his lesson by next time. Right. Yes. yes. Have you guys ever watched <laughs> Tim and Eric show Awesome Job? Mm-hmm. Great job. Tim and Eric, awesome show, great job. Anyway, it was a little internet like comedy show from like the two thousands mm-hmm. and there was an episode where one of them like he's <laughs> sorry, you can cut this. <laughs> but it was really great. It's like now I wanna show you guys. We're what? Like, I, he's like, I learned I learned this <laughs> I was at a party last night and like I learned this great magic trick. You wanna see it? And and, and he's <laughs> he's like yeah, sure. The other guy's like, yeah, sure. Well, show me. He's like, okay, watch. And then he goes, and he, t- oh, and he turns one, yeah. into a cat. And, the cat. <laughs> and, and his friend's like, wow, like, that's really impressive. And then he like, like turns back into like, just his human <laughs> self. He's like, it's pretty great, right? Yeah, that's amazing. And then, but then like, he turns into a cat again, like he didn't mean to. And he like, and yeah, then he and comes he, back into you and he's like, oh, and he's like oh, naked. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, I don't know what's going on. Yeah. And then he like, turn to like <laughs> don't don't mess with spells that you don't have uh, proper funny. levels for. It's, right. Yeah, if it's not a cantrip, be careful. <laughs> yeah, it's really great. So that's that's uh, that's, that's exact, done tonight. That's yep. exactly you why learned, I, you learned a magic trick. When I allow my arrive. players to cast stuff that's not prepared with the chance of. Chaos. Yeah, it's um. This is another version of Ezra. <laughs> this is just Whoa. one where he accidentally turned himself into we're a gonna dog. Get, we're going to get uh, Ezra's from all over the multiverse. <laughs> yep. All the different timelines, like Loki. Oh, everybody. Yeah, this is dog Ezra. Desra. 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 <laughs> but welcome back, everybody. Uh, we are so happy to be here tonight and happy that you can join us. Um, last episode was a doozy. And um, I'm sorry if... Uh, 
if it was a little rough for anybody, it was, there was uh, lots of air yeah, and, was, and, and, uh, mm-hmm. and yeah, <laughs> all the things that you can't say in the first 10 minutes of a YouTube video, everything. But we're back tonight. will be a little bit nicer. We hope we have our wonderful snacks as mm-hmm. usual. Uh, thank you for bringing them as usual. And before we begin, don't forget to join us on Fridays where we stream. Um, a couple weeks ago, we had Preston streaming all on his own. That was really fun. Uh, we're going to do either an art stream or a paint stream this Friday. You'll I'll have to just wait and myself. see. <laughs> and the best way that you can find out what exactly we're streaming is by joining our Discord. Um, and also like, f- subscribe, comment, ring the bell, all that fun stuff. Um, I'm trying to think. Oh, oh. sorry. Ring that dinger. <laughs> yep, yep. Good we need job. to get some Good peanut deal. butter on his mouth so that we can just have him voice over. <laughs> Say it. Say, ring the dinger, buddy. Say it. Speak. What? Ring that dinger. Yeah, good enough. Somatic <laughs> and and verbal. Yep. Yeah. Wow, impressive. Um, and then uh, lastly, kind of a, a little bit of a uh, downer, but not really. We're, we're okay with it. Like, you might not be. But uh, the next two weeks, uh, we are going to be not releasing an episode. Um, basically, we're just going to take an extra week off from our, our schedule holidays. time. It is the holiday season. Um, whoop-de-doo and whatnot. Dickery duck. Yep. <laughs> Thank I'm you. Sorry. I'm glad that, you know what? I'm giving you an epic die for that. I'm glad that somebody. So enjoy your holiday too. Yeah. Uh, we'll be back. We'll be back in short break. January. Actually, it might be just before January. I don't remember. We'll figure it out. I have it right here. Okay, perfect. Uh, but I think without further ado, we should see what they're celebrating. Yeah. What are you celebrating? That's true. Happy comments. holidays. Skull and crossbones if you celebrate Hanukkah. <laughs> Skull and crossbones if you celebrate Christmas. And Skull and crossbones. Kwanzaa. Kwanzaa. It, will, it Kwanzaa. will be January. January 4th. <laughs> Thank you. Now I don't have to worry about editing notes. Um, but I think without further ado, let's go ahead and get into tonight's episode. After a long night in Salzport, and what has become... Um, known as the Night of Carnage. Uh, Basically, there have been massacres all over the the city streets. The guard scrambled to do what they could. The Wayward Watch, I'm assuming, continued to help throughout the evening. Of course, as Um, much as we could, yeah. And you are all exhausted at around, we'll say at five in the morning, finally getting back to the tower. (laughs) You you received zero levels. There's four (laughs) levels in Salzport. Okay. Still, okay. Well, there's three. There's three levels. And, uh, the water. There's four <laughs> levels. <in zone. laughs> I knew I shouldn't have switched from XP. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let me quickly calculate how many uh, how many mooks you killed. Yeah. <laughs> Let's raise the town. So you are now back in uh, Tuscadia's tower. Uh, I, I drug the Tyrannosaurus Rex and Allosaurus heads back with me. Okay, perfect. And... Uh, I, I, um, I will find a way to bring them inside. Helm? And Helm comes marching over. You can see that he actually has, like, um, red stains on his armor as well, and he looks a little bit... Are you all uh, right? Yes. Some people thought they could get into the tower or um, attack it, and, of course, I assisted the stores around here as well. But everything's Are they fine. still alive? I will take the skulls inside. Okay. And he 
and he actually like takes them around back to probably gut and clean as, as yeah, far as it goes. I'll, yeah. I'll burn them off, I guess. Yeah, I would or, like to inspect the garden. Dragonite. <laughs> the garden area to see if anything was recently buried. Okay. Like uh, lots of corpses. Hey, I know why. That's why Helm has like That's why the fantastic are yeah. so mm-hmm. fertilizer. They put yep. the hydrogen natural. like right on top. <laughs> yep. <laughs> also, we have some new Is that bonsai tree for you. <laughs> Is that bonsai tree new? And it's just a guy like <laughs> all tied up. <laughs> that's, a, that's just a dry. <laughs> yeah. Why do we have so many endangered species? That you can't pick them up. <laughs> that, pick them um, up. Here's my tangent for the evening. Uh, a holiday movie that you guys should watch is called Mixed Nuts from with a. Uh, um, What's his name? Steve Martin. Mm. And during it, they accidentally kill the landlord. And they're trying to hide the body. So they wrap him up in a Christmas tree. And they're going to just take him out on the boardwalk and leave him. And it it, it is a really funny movie. It it basically uh, is like a stage play in in movie form. And it's got Liam Schreiber and Drag in it. So that's always fun. Yeah. (laughs) That's my recommendation. Dragon. In Dragon. Yes, in Dragon. Yep. Okay. Um, so yeah, you do you do see there are some freshly turned earth sections in Helm's Garden. So, <clears throat> hey, we have castle doctrine in this world, right? What was the <laughs> the result of our night of carnage? I mean, did we defeat the the gang of the bloody serpent? Did yeah. We... So uh, basically, what happened is um, you your section you clear that out. Uh, unfortunately, there were casualties. Um, uh, more yeah, than they killed you. a bunch of the uh, Aramis, for example. Aramis has died. Uh, Aramis has actually, like, once <laughs> once the night kind of, like, broke out into sections, you've all kind of went your separate ways uh, at points, and he just kind of uh, moved off swearing vengeance and, and kind of, like, seething with Zolos's rage. Uh, he has not returned yet. He has left a, a message saying that he is going to continue to hunt down whoever's left. Uh, and don't wait up for it, basically. Mm. And basically, what happened was, is the you you pushed back the 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 gang, basically the the blood uh, the blood flame serpent, but you didn't. It doesn't quite come out as a win, right? You didn't like decimate their entire forces and take out all of their leaders and everything. We mm-hmm. snatched a stalemate from the jaws of defeat. Exactly. Um, the their. Their goal tonight, uh, judging by what you know from the Blood Flame Serpent, is spectacle, right? Their goal was to do as much uh, damage and as much chaos as possible to try and uh, get their name out there, and they succeeded in that. Not as much as they could have, because you guys were able to temper a few of the areas. You were, you managed to like, uh, you know, there's like a butcher shop that might not be attributed to specifically the Blood Flame Serpents at this point, and of course. As, as is the case with any other riot or uh, night of danger, you also took out regular opportunistic criminals that weren't part of the blood flame. They were just they were just using the chaos to uh, get money or to you know enact personal vengeance. It was almost like a if you wanted to compare it, it's like a purge, right? It was like a purge night for a lot of people. And if we were worse people, we would have joined it. <laughs> <laughs> you do have a bag of money from a of, from a store. Hey, that we're you just took. keeping it safe. Okay, for, the guy's dead. So he's dead. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah. what did you did you go back for uh, funeral costs for him, or um, um, did you leave him? Because I, I know when, you guys, they, when they brought him down, yeah. I, I think at that point Victor was probably very 
um, knowing that the person who did it was probably nearby or close enough that he could probably enact vengeance, same, mm -hmm. as, same as kind of Aramis. So he probably would have been hyper-focused on that, but when everything else subsided, he probably would have okay. done funeral rites for his friend in, yeah. in the traditional... Um, Eight rings. Eight rings. Yeah, was he part of the eight rings at one point? He or? he was uh, him and his family, if I remember correctly, they were like um, similar to Aramis, where they were like friends of. Mm -hmm. They would. Yeah, they they left um, associates of the on eight personal rings. differences. Yeah. yeah, you know that kind of yeah. thing. Yeah, but still on good terms. Yep. So did we ever? <clears throat> did we ever track down any leaders? Did we like push them? to a certain area, do you know what I mean? Like, or did they all sort of just disappear well, you know, underground, you the, uh, make way to the docks, like? The Dragonborn guy, he was, well, he was undead or whatever. Mm -hmm. He was one of Aramis. But he, I think he was the ringleader. At least in that group one. that we were fighting. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you definitely took him out. Um, as far as the other ones, you never, you never saw anybody else that was a ringleader. There were a couple people directing groups, but they didn't like, back away basically anybody that you met that had a leadership quality you took them out too but you get the feeling that it wasn't a important person yeah, you get yeah. the feeling that it was just lieutenants. they were just delegating to lieutenants yeah so whoever is running the blood flame serpents whoever is uh, on the top tiers they were not here tonight right. okay and again you did see i would say that uh, one thing that you kind of note throughout the night is no two groups are using the same method the group you fought had um, had a death knight, the menagerie, like a lot of uh, a lot of goblins uh, that were yeah. like fire jugglers and whatnot, that kind of thing. Um, but every group seemed to have their own individual theme or two or three themes. Sometimes mm -hmm. it seemed like it was pure chaos. There was no like there was no like oh we can clearly identify the blood flame serpents by. The fact that they use undead, right? Yeah. And and there wasn't any clear indication on their persons to say like they have a, a signet or any kind of like they they all had like branded symbols of the blood flame serpent on them, like on their skin kind mm -hmm. of thing. Okay. Yep. But and and obviously like as they were as they were fighting like they there were people carrying like banners that they would plant that sort of thing because again. The point for them was to get the their symbol out and to get the right. the word out about them as much as possible. Okay, that makes sense. So again, it it, it feels very unsatisfying <coughs> as far as it goes because you you feel like you you defended the town. There are there are probably we'll say there's like well actually I'll I'll roll a d100 and see how many casualties there are from this. Ninety two deaths in Salzport from this. Uh, and probably twice as many uh, injuries. Like civilians. Mm -hmm. Civilian talking. deaths. Mm -hmm. Civ well, civilian and um, how did our, uh, guard little, like, combined. How did our little gnome friend uh, make out? Uh, which gnome friend? The, the, the one quote? from Gnome Archer. Um, you have. I mean, you haven't visited him since. <laughs> uh, if you want, like, if there's anybody that you want to go check on, obviously you are all uh, pretty tired. I would say that at this point, unless you sleep, like, immediately you're going to suffer a point of exhaustion. Yeah. Uh, yeah, moving forward, if you can. Assuming we're out of spell slots and have one hit point each. I will. I will say that what you have on your character sheet is what you have. Like everything, everything that you have now is fine. Um, well, you may have just their cantrips. Yeah, yeah, their yeah. cantrip fodder. Also, you can like as you're running by, maybe like uh, the guy from 
uh, Brawl handed you like a, a spell recovery potion or something yeah. to recover a few so that you could continue on a little bit. But um, yeah, so that is okay. that is where you are at. Well, I don't know about you, but I'm exhausted. I could sleep for a week. We'll get some rest uh, in the morning. We need to go back out and see if there's anything else we can do to help. In the late afternoon, me. Because it is five in the morning. Yeah. yeah. In the late afternoon. The red dawn is rising. Yeah. I'll just head to my room and crash. Okay. Unless somebody stops me. That will be probably vice. I will I will prepare a breakfast uh, when you guys awake. And if you'd like, I can send some missives out just to see if... Uh, just to check on the friends, just to see who in Southport may need assistance. Please do that. I, also, as, as I am like headed up the stairs, I'm like, could you check on Madame Talvane? Of course, yes. The Emporium, that she's important. I will, I will add it to my list. Is there anything that I should wake you for? Enemies at the gate. <laughs> Understood. If there's, um... I was going to ask if you can put out a few uh, feelers and try to find. There was an owl there that ran off uh, as well, and they. Meta knowledge: Are they fairly uncommon in uh, an area? Owl bears are. Yeah, I mean, like they're not. They're not like as prevalent as bears, right? Like for every for every ten bears, there's one owl bear, for example, okay. right? So. Not rare, but not for common. every how many owls? Yeah. Oh, that's true. Every one hundred owls <laughs> and every ten bears, there is one Wait, owl bear. Somebody do the math. When an owl and a bear love each other, <laughs> a wizard decides. <laughs> a to wizard merge decides them. to merge them together. Yeah. <laughs> In the merging chamber. Yes. Yeah. Of course. Mm-hmm. Um, if you can uh, reach out to some of our contacts and see if there's any sightings of this owlbear, I would like to be notified as soon as possible. Uh, of course. I Are mean, we looking to take it down? No, actually I was wondering if we could take a portion of the would it be the apiary? Is that what we call the room with the... I call it the rookery. If we could take a portion of the rookery uh, and create uh, some area for the owlbear to live. Of course. Um, I actually am already converting an area for owlbear living in the rookery. Um, Miss uh, Farrakew said that she acquired a oh. young owlbear uh, recently that may need some aid. Oh. Well, um, perhaps we can uh, introduce the two and see if they can help each other out. But I want to try to get it before the town gets a hold of it. Of course. I will. Um, I've always wanted it. <laughs> <laughs> I will send word out. Helm goes, I could go searching if you want. Uh, if you've got some time between whatever you're continuing doing. And... Well, and he kind of just looks back at the, the half, uh, like, skinned t- Tyrannosaurus <laughs> at this point. You see, like, the camera pans down, it's just his foot, and he just kicks a kicks a hand underneath some dirt. It's like, oh, I'm I've good. got free time. I don't, I don't, yeah. I free time. <laughs> he just walks off going, here, owlbear. <laughs> I hear they love clapping. Go yes. ahead and do that. Metallic clapping. Yes. Especially. Um, 
We'll, we will take care of it, Bolt. Please, yep. you have earned some rest yourself. I am going to go upstairs and, and relax. Of course. I will let you know if anything pressing comes up. Can I, can I say that uh, in the tower my long rest is reading? Sure. Since I I go into like sentry mode or yeah. whatever. I mean, you spent course. you spent a hundred years reading. It's probably it's probably yeah. relaxing for you at yeah, this yeah. point. So that yeah, that's what I'll do. I'll I'll kick up in the in the big big oversized uh, over chair in the observatory and have a pile of books next to me and just start the books from the uh, from the astronomy yeah. tower and yeah. all yeah. the so Let yep. you empty them all out. Organize them first because ooh, that's relaxing. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Perfect. Um, so yeah, I would say it's about it's about three hours into your rest when um, there is actually a knock on uh, Aloma's door, okay. and uh, Kilobit says, "Master Aloma, may I enter?" Uh, yes, of course. He slips right through the door, literally <laughs> just kind of like uh, y- you know, Terminator Two slides through the door, and then once he once he's through, his little candle <laughs> lights up again, and he goes, "My apologies for interrupting your sleep." Um, you wished to know about Madame Talvain. Yes. Do you I, have fur on your snout that's like this? <laughs> yes. Like, you know, the dog sleeps in. <laughs> I am afraid that apparently um, she is missing. And her her store has been ransacked. Um, her companion, her companion's uh, body was found in there. And uh, what was Gwyn? Wasn't that a construct or something? She had very perfect skin. Nobody had determined what origin she was. She yeah, didn't look we, like anything. I think we tried and we couldn't tell. Yeah. I do not know Sorry, if you wish to win. W-I-N-N. If you wish to go uh, investigate or if you wish to continue your slumber. I can inform the watch that if they cordon off the area, we will handle the investigation if they'd like. Yes. Um, I can't guarantee they'd say yes. But... Please do your best. I fear that if I show up in the state that I'm currently in, I will not be able to either make any clear decisions nor uh, overcome any threats that may present themselves. Of course. I shall do that. And then, he, then his candle goes out and he slips right back through the door, uh, letting you go back to sleep. Okay. okay? Um, so, if there's nothing else from you, you can take a long rest. Okay. And you wake um, up around around noon. When I when I wake up, I'm going to I'm gonna swap out a cleric spell. Ooh. Um, and pick up um, uh, remove curse. Oh, okay. Yeah, because you are you. <clears throat> hmm. Yes. Pull a d20. Thank you for reminding me about your curse. Okay. Last I was going okay. to say, you, you do have restless dreams. Thank you for reminding me oh. about your curse. Uh, at that night, and you, you hear that kind of same like wailing and crying out for release that uh, that has been that has been like haunting you ever since, like the whispers and everything. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't interrupt your sleep, so okay. you are okay Good. there. Last time, I got hit with those infernal chains, mm-hmm. and that I think it reduced my HP. You were able yes. to take care of that with. Lay on hands. I think, I don't have or lesser hands. restoration. Might have been. I do have lesser restoration. One Either two. way, a long rest takes care of that. Too. Okay. So your maximum should be back to normal at this point. Gotcha. Yep. So you're going to um, you take a moment to pray 
Um, technically, you're supposed to pray to your goddess in the evening. Yes. But well, it says, I just looked it up, it said, after a long rest. Yeah, true. Um, and it's like a number of minutes equal to the spell's <laughs> level, I want to say. Yeah, shouldn't be too long. That should be okay. fine. So, which spell are you dropping? Um, Ancestral Guardians, good choice. Prayer of Healing. <laughs> <laughs> Spirit Guardians. Fireball? Spirit Ancestral Guardians. Ancestral Guardian is a barbarian subclass. Oh, right. <laughs> you are no longer an Ancestral Guardian. <laughs> Sorry, you, you drop that in order to pick up remove cards. They're equal ground. This reckless attack. <laughs> dishonor on you, dishonor on your cow. Yep. Um, yeah, that's that's fine. Okay. And then I'm I'm assuming that you're going to immediately cast yes, remove curse. I will. Okay. You just uh, wake up. You're like yeah. yeah. So you you take a moment to uh, say a soft prayer to Lanira, Lanira. asking her to guide me mm-hmm. in in removing this curse that, that I've been afflicted with. Yeah. And then you kind of like you prep a little like ritual bowl of water. Um, you use your divine magic to summon. Basically, like a small little moonbeam to like purify it, mm-hmm. and then you you drink the water. Maybe you mix some other like items in there, right. like some ashes, berries or something. Um, and you you take a drink, and you feel you feel kind of that like one final cry, and then the the sound just dissipates from your ears, mm-hmm. and there's kind of this like little dark wave that seems to like burst out from you and, and dissipate. So you are no longer cursed and no longer baned. <sighs> And with that, he kind of like shakes himself, almost like you know, like a dog getting out of a, yeah. out of a, out of a pool of water, mm-hmm. and it's just like, oh, right, I feel much better. I need to figure out what happened at the Emporium, and he'll go downstairs and start looking for Bolt and Victor. Yeah. Has anybody, has anybody heard from, uh, from, Aramis? I'm afraid Master Aramis is still um, out and about, searching for the remnants. Of the serpent. Oh, I hope he's all right. He let me. He did send me a missive not an hour ago. He says he is still on the hunt. Good. I am glad that he's checking in. I did not expect it. Victor probably come down here in the hubbub. He he probably would have been spending after getting a little sleep. He probably would have spent some time just sitting on the what's it called the uh, with a gyrocopter or whatever it could fly on and off. Mm-hmm. Just kind of sitting out there and just staring out over the city. Staring out at the. Uh, the, the foggy day only because uh-huh. of all the fires and yeah. the uh, the town picking up its pieces uh-huh. yeah it's a it's very mournful this morning there's a lot of there's a lot of cleanup it's almost like a natural disaster came through here a red sun rises yep. blood has been spilled this night and then of course uh, bolt no more illusions <laughs> I'm still I'm still chilling in the chair reading chilling in the chair Totally lost track of time. Yep. How many books did you make it through? Mm, eight hours. Four for you, technically. But is it four? No, it's not four. I think I had to do full eight. Um, I thought you were four because you no, follow lab- trance rules. Elves in a lab room. I know. At least four. six hours. Six hours. Six. six. Yeah. So, so a full six hours of reading. I probably got through. If they're decent sized books, maybe like two and a half, three yeah. books. Okay. Maybe and four. Maybe so that's where faster. Loma will find uh, both the other party members okay. is um, up in the observatory slash library because that's where it's slash worse off. Yeah, slash um, hammock place. <laughs> Kilibex said that that Madame Talvain's emporium was attacked, that her, her assistant was slain, and she's gone missing. I'd like to head over there and see if we can figure out 
Oh, what's happened? Is it that time already? I look, <laughs> look out the window. Yeah, it is about midday now. Oh. Um, Madam, Madam Talvain, you said? Yes. Um, I think that sounds fine. Uh, I can come help you. I I do need to go collect some of the ashes to send back to Cinderheart. Um, that should be good. Um, Kilibix. Yes. And he's. Uh, I'm starving. Could you get us some food that we could eat on the way, perhaps? I was. Yes, I, I think um, the chef might have something for that. Uh, it'll be ready by the time you get downstairs. Mm, thank you. Uh, any word back about the Albert? Um, Helm left a couple hours ago, searching. I have not seen anything. The authorities are on the lookout. But there are several magical creatures that have been released into the city um, that are still at large. There's a particular uh, unfortunate displacer beast problem down on the lower level, for example. Yeah, we could definitely use a displacer beast as well. I don't know how to handle displacer beasts. definitely <laughs> kill rampaging displacer beasts as well. <clears throat> the city guard has assured me that they can handle it, but... Hmm. Well... Ask, ask some of the mages we know and see if there's any way to to uh, contain one. I shall see. In the meantime, if we run into one, I guess we'll have to put it down. Of course. To Madame Talbains, please. Yes, uh, I can I can stop by the uh, pyre on the way. And uh, the pyre would be the... That's what they're calling the burn down uh, tavern, right? <laughs> yes. <laughs> the, where he would have done that kind of ceremonial kind mm -hmm. of burning of his friend. Yeah. And then... We'll just gather some up in, in the little bag to take back and take a little bit of the ash and smear it over his face. Okay. Is that a uh, is that a eight rings thing or is it a genasi thing? Um, it's a little bit of both. Um, it's, I want to be able to take him back to to uh, our people at, at Cinderhearth and perhaps. Allow his ashes to return to you the skies. Or Scald Seat. Yep. Sorry. To Scald Seat um, to release his ashes uh, so that he might return back to the wind in the skies and, and be with uh, yes, be with those people that uh, I don't know if what about uh, who might survive him this night. But what about his uh, pet that we also found? Probably, probably would have been burnt with him. Yeah. Called uh, it. I mean, because he, he was hung Nigiri? with it, right? Nigiri. Uh, yeah, Nigiri. 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 Mm. No. Nope. Be oh, careful Nigiri. how you yeah, say yeah, that. Yeah, I know. Nigiri. Nigiri. is the fish. Yes, Nigiri is the fish for sushi. Yeah, like sashimi, but <laughs> I haven't had I haven't had sushi in yeah. like a hundred years. You get down to the bottom of the stairs, by the way, and the the. I'm calling them the master hands because they're just white gloves, but uh, they are finishing folding up your breakfast into a tortilla so that you can have oh. breakfast burritos to go. Ah, are there yeah. little characters playing on the thing that's called? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's there a couple of tiny marble figurines that are uh, <laughs> running from one of them. Yep. Did they make one for me as well? Yes. I will I will take mine and hand it to Aloma. Uh, thank you. And he like, literally just like yes! three bites. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Roll me a constitution saving throw. 
because everybody knows that Bolt likes spicy food. That's true. It was That's a 28. Spicy. It is nothing to you. It is just licking of the chops for like a, a couple minutes. The standard. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Just keeps me warm on the inside. Okay. I keep telling Kilobex I don't actually need to eat, but I, I did spend several years as a as a priest of uh, the god of the sun. So There's I'm a used lot to of commotion eat. going on in Salesport today. Yep. <laughs> Thanks to Sirenscape for providing <laughs> that, by the way. Forgot to mention that. Um, but yes, there is there is a lot of commotion. People are, are picking things up um, as you get down to the mid-tier. Did I interrupt you? I think I interrupted you. Mm-mm. No? I just was saying I was making some offhanded quip about <laughs> being used to heat. Okay. Being spicy. Yeah, you did, go, you did grow up next to a volcano. And uh, spent the first few years of my uh, of my adult, young adult life as a cleric of the god of the sun. Makes sense. You don't get sunburned anymore. No. Or sunfurred? Sunfurred. Fur, fur burned? Fur you burned. Can still burn. Like dogs can still get sunburned. Yeah. Not me. No, yeah, not not this dog. That's a that's <laughs> a that's a special trait for light clerics. <laughs> yep. Um, so yeah, you do actually. <laughs> they really should put that in there. Just <laughs> like, oh, you can't get suffered. <laughs> Roll for SPF damage. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> oh, excuse me. Uh, yeah, so the the mid tier, just like every other tier, is picking up after a long, long night, and there are like some city guards wandering around. There's actually, there's actually a lot of Arcanum around the mid tier, uh, just as there was in the higher, in, in the upper tier and lower tier, as you saw last night. And they are providing what aid they can. Basically, it looks like what the Arcanum was supposed to be, rather than right. what it turned into. Right. Yeah. For once, I think I can say I'm glad the Arcanum's here. That seems fortuitous. Mm. As long as they're helping people, I suppose. Let's avoid them for a little while. Of course. A recent run-in with a. a Freshly demolished building might be on their radar. I'd rather rather avoid that. Perhaps that will be forgotten in the tragedy of last night. Oh yeah, the blood flame serpents did that. I think one was a warforged, one Mm -hmm. was a kitsun, (laughs) one was a member of the eight rings too. They're all dead. We could give the descriptions, but we did kill them. And burned their bodies. One was a minotaur. <laughs> uh, one was a frog person. <laughs> there was some guy named Joe. Yeah. I don't know if he was part of the gang or just <laughs> the there ready to drink, but he also lit a fire and ran out. <laughs> and there was a guy on a horse named Brander. Oh, he was a mastermind. Yep. Yes. Well, now I have and to change is, who the leader of the Blood Flame Serpents is. Most is. Wanted. <laughs> um, but yeah, you arrive at Madame Talbain's Emporium. Uh, the front door has been uh, shattered to pieces. There is some like caution tape put up, and it seems. And there's actually one member of the Salzport watch. He's just kind of. They're all mercenaries, so he's just kind of. Uh, he's wearing the kind of studded leather. He's got the cap on, uh, the kind of the long handlebar mustache. He's got a cudgel. Oh, there. Uh, hi, are you the Wayward Watch? Then we are. I was. I was told to just kind of keep an eye on this place until you got here. Apparently, you're going to be investigating this one. Yes, she okay. she was a recent uh, uh, acquaintance Friend. of ours. Of course, um, I say at the same time. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, well, you got friends in high places, right up to the mayor, it seems. So this isn't uh, this isn't an issue. Just you know, 
I guess take it from here. Tell the mayor we say hello, actually. I I don't know him. And I'm going to walk in as he's like... (laughs) Right through the caution (laughs) tape. Yeah. (laughs) I don't need to be cautious. It's just glass. Uh, The place inside is ransacked. Uh, A lot of the bookshelves have been like smashed and all the books spilled out. The books! They're all children's Ah. books. (laughs) Um... I mean, that one was the, like my first buttress. Yep. You know, so. The counter is like destroyed and broken down. Um, and you do actually see uh, against uh, the wall, basically split in half, bisected by the counter, you see the bottom half of Wynn. And then you see their top half uh, kind of slammed into the slammed into the wall and just slumped over. And they're, they're sitting there again. They have kind of this tealish skin. Um, and you do see that they there is some like blood that seems to be leaking out of them, and it is a kind of pure silver look to the blood. I'm gonna go over and investigate and see if I can figure out what they are. Okay, sure. Uh, go ahead and roll me a medicine or arcana. Okay, arcana. Is much and uh, what about you two? What would you like to do? I'm just gonna look for anything that might. I'm suspicious that this was the doing of the blood flame serpents. I'm wondering if somebody else took the opportunity to okay. ransack so, the place. Are you, you know, going to focus your efforts on the so. front here, or are you going to? Oh, well, because there I, is a back, and then there is a second level that you can see uh, when you walked in. Yeah, I would. I would start upstairs. Actually, okay. I'd start in the back. Okay, just a moment here. I just want to check something. Uh, so the back room, first of all, is a kind of a storybook room. You can see like uh, the, the walls have been painted with different uh, tales. You can see an emerald stag kind of like in the background of one of the trees. There's also like um, there's also like a woman standing in the window of a doorway, but she has kind of an, a spectral appearance to her, which is not a pleasant children's story, but it is a children's story. Um, and you can actually see like there is a, a an image of like the plains that look like the Pouncewind Prairies, mm-hmm. and there is kind of this large golem made of scrap kind of wandering through it with a uh, with a mirror head kind of thing. Mm-hmm. You know, basically all tales around an area uh, that have kind of been painted in here to give the kids some cool things to look at. Do you recognize the mirror? Because that's the shard that we have in the oh. bell jar up in Or a piece of it, at least. On the on the wall, is there a written mural saying Tales of an Area? <laughs> yes. Oh. Yes, there is. Branding is important. <laughs> so yes, it does say Tales of an Area. Yep. TM. <laughs> um, do I see any any uh, indication of struggle in this room, or does it just look like it was upturned? And um, Actually, the, this room looks pretty unharmed. Like, there's not too much in here. Like, the chair is tipped over, but it doesn't look like somebody came in here like a rampaging bull or anything like that. Okay. Then um, I guess I'll just spend the remaining time just looking for anything uh, that might stand out or be not uh, out of place, I guess. Yeah. Okay. Uh, give me an investigation check there. Natural 20 plus investigation, right. which is plus one. So 21. Okay. Um, so we'll get to that in just a moment here. Uh, Aloma, you're, you head upstairs. Basically, there's another, like, there's, like, a little beaded curtain that uh, leads to a staircase. And you head up, and you hit that first landing, and there's kind of a flash of arcane on the ground, mm-hmm. and uh, an alarm just starts wailing. Okay. And you have to cover your ears for uh, mm-hmm. several moments as it starts uh, just blasting away and doesn't sound like it's stopping at any, at any time. Okay. Aloma! What are you doing? Uh, 
trying to investigate upstairs. It seems I've triggered some sort of magical alarm. Can you disable it? <sighs> Typically, that would require a dispel magic. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, he'll just keep walking. <laughs> okay. Yep. Yeah, so you keep walking. You hit the top of the stair, the next uh, stair, and um, there's another flash. Oh. And I need you to roll me a constitution saving throw, please. Okay. Hey. That's, a, again, a 20, no, 28. Okay. Uh, you feel like, um, you feel this spell start to like creep up your legs almost like it's trying to turn your flesh into stone mm -hmm. and you just kind of like, you just kind of uh, quickly say a prayer and banish it away. Cool. So. Hmm. How many more landings are there on this place? Okay. Um, so you can continue on if you'd like. Mm -hmm. as, as you walk, they just keep shifting downward. <laughs> You're yeah. not actually going on. It's just <laughs> yeah. That, that, that uh, was the top of the stairs. Okay. So now you can see there's a, a short little hallway, there's a room on the right, and then there is a, a doorway in front of you. Um, I'll try the room on the right first. Okay. You kind of uh, swing it open, and we'll cut back to Bolt okay. really quick. So what was your arcana? 26. 26. Uh, so this... Wynn is a construct. Uh, they are an arcane con construct of some kind. So anybody that was trying to determine like, if Wynn was alive based on medicine or not realizing what they were, probably would think that they're dead, right? But you don't have, like, do you have any sort of spells that you could, because it doesn't work against, or, like usual healing doesn't work against constructs. Mm. Yeah, I don't have any mending or anything. Right, the only artificer without mending. The artificer without the mending spell. Yeah. Sacrilege. Oh, actually, I did want to swap out chain whip for something. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Oh, it can't trip the... You were going to do, like, um, Ray of Frost, weren't you? Was it chain whip you wanted to get rid of? Yeah. That's been iconic for you. Yeah, I don't think I need it anymore, though. Yeah, with your last level up, I thought. Anyway, I was gonna say because I, I was gonna say can I swap for mending. Um, Maybe as like a rolling back the clock uh, to help help the town fix things up. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I would say okay. Yeah, I'm okay with that. Just because it like it does seem like something that an artificer should have is a mending cantrip. Yeah. I actually have mending. And yeah. <laughs> you can just call me and I'll come down and help. Yeah, the two of you working together, you could probably you could probably get the bisected uh construct put back together. Yeah, I'm gonna start working on that. Try okay. to get try to get uh Wen back together. Okay. Are you gonna call Aloma to help you as well? Uh not just yet. Uh Bolt's just gonna try to do it themselves. Get started. And then uh if I run into needing extra magical energy. Okay. Because at this point, I probably don't know that you have that, no. that you can do that, because I haven't ever seen you do it. Right. So, so it, I wouldn't really, wouldn't really call out and be like, "Hey, come help me with this," because this is kind of supposed to be my area of expertise. So. Mm -hmm. um, all right, so you can get started on uh, trying to see if you can repair Wind's body, see if you can do anything there. Victor, your investigation—you rolled a twenty-one. You said yes, twenty-one. Um, and you you rolled a natural twenty. There. Natural twenty plus one. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so you're you're kind of looking around behind a few of the little bookshelves in here and everything, and you do find something. Okay. You find a small 
it almost looks like you find a chest, like a, a tiny chest, except for it's just carved. It's just a carved chest. It's not a. It's a mimic. It's not an actual. Yeah, it's not a mimic. I'm gonna torch this place. Yeah. So I, I guess. Um. And now is. It, it is. It's like about that big. It's not yeah. even like. It's not even like. Look. Looks like it can hold anything like a jewelry box. In fact, the lid doesn't even come open. It looks like somebody basically whittled or chiseled. I, I need to remember. Uh, let me just look at this here. Okay. I'll save my clarifying question when we have it. Assuming this will be. Um, it's actually made out of, it's actually been, um, chiseled out of mithril. Okay. So, I'm gonna first of all inspect around it just to make sure it's not trapped. I mean, I wouldn't assume, because this looks like where they read with children, right? Yeah. Is it out in the kind of more of an open area where the kids would have gotten to it? No, it, it was actually like, you, you were kind of looking through and you noticed that, you noticed that one of the stories, like, the, the, the kid in this story is pointing to something that they don't point to in the story. Um, and this gotcha. is the kid with no eyes, by the way, in gotcha. case you're curious about gotcha. it. There's a fun little story about it. You can read that on the World Anvil site below. <laughs> Go check out the folklore section. Um, but you you notice that they're not pointing where they're supposed to be, mm -hmm. and you kind of like adjust the hand a little bit. Like You're like, oh, this actually moves. So you adjust it, and then that pops open a little okay. compartment, so and you pull out the chest. I'll, I'll pull it out and kind of inspect it a little bit, and you say it does not open? No, it does not open. It is a solid piece of mithril, basically. <laughs> Curious. So I'll, I'll make my way back out into the, the foyer or wherever where Bolt is. I'm just kind of inspecting the, the box itself. Okay. All right, upstairs. Uh, the alarm is still going off. You guys can all hear it faintly, but uh, Loma, you're you're doing the full blast as you're wandering through. You open up the room on the right, and you see a a small. It almost looks like somebody converted a broom closet. Uh, there is a a small single bed. For animated in broom. Here. Okay. Yeah, for an anime. <laughs> yeah. We've been through this before. Yep. Um, there is uh, kind of a small little like uh, wardrobe, it, and it's very tight. Like you open up the door out instead of into mm -hmm. the room itself because otherwise there'd be no room. So yeah. it's a New York apartment. <laughs> yeah, it looks Not like, a... it looks very small. Um, and you kind of like look around a little bit and it, it is literally just like a trunk, Only a bed, a month. and the cabinet. Okay. And if you if you go through any of it, it, like it's not locked. The trunk has, the trunk has like a set of very basic kind of male armor in it and a uh, sword and shield. Mm -hmm. And then the cabinet itself has a few uh, individual sets of clothing that are, they're, they're all, I think they're all like a, uh, they're all kind of like just very basic colors and they're all the same style. I just need to remember exactly. Interesting. It is uh, purple tunic and brown pants over and over again, hmm. which is the outfit that Wynne wore. And in fact, she was wearing when you entered in. Okay, I'll go to the to the other. Um, you said there was another room. Yes, there was a room at the end of the hallway. Okay. Yeah, I'll go. Uh, this one's a lot grander. There's a lot more space in this room. Um, there is a master bed over on one side. There is a little um, writing desk on the other, and you can see that there is a half open book. Or, or uh, it's open, but there's like half the pages have been written in, mm. almost like somebody was in the process of transcribing something. Oh. And you walk over and you you start reading through, and it it, it is actually um, a another version of Adelaide's Tales, Volume Three. Volume. 
three. Uh, no, sorry. Uh, Mine. Two. two. Yeah, volume two. Okay. And it's it's only about two or three pages in, so it looks like she didn't get very far. Mm-hmm. Um, and you can tell that actually there are some pages that have been like ripped out and crumpled up on the floor and kind of smashed with a boot kind of thing. So. And the, I'm assuming that my original book that I... Your original book is not here. He'll actually, like, flip the table. <laughs> flip the whole writing desk. Yeah. Uh, some ink spills everywhere. Uh, you guys hear a crash from downstairs. Well, look at Bolt. Do you think he's okay? I mean, he can take himself in a fight if... He starts yelling. We should go look. I'll go check on him. Do you yell in English? Yeah, just then you hear me go. Rah! <laughs> <laughs> I'll be right back. I'll go up the stairs. Yeah, you you the... also yell if there's something else going. Well, see if you can figure out what this is, and I'll throw it to you. I don't catch it. I'm. I'm... <laughs> 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 <No>. <laughs> and I'll just go up the stairs and kind of leave it with him. I'll check the. Wait, no more curses for you. Trust back. Yeah. I'll check every everywhere else in the in the. Wardrobe and the mm-hmm. yeah, and the wardrobe has a lot of different uh, finer outfits to it. They they're in Madame Talvain size. I mean, it's pretty easy to assume this is her room. Uh, her her vanity has a couple different uh, sets of jewelry. Ah, close that it. drawer. No, don't don't come in that one. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> now we've yeah, got all of her mage hunter stuff in it. Yeah, um, there you actually do not find anything that would resemble any sort of like magic items or anything like that. Um, oh. That you would expect from a former, like, mage hunter, current wizard. Alomar, are you okay? <sighs> I heard the ruckus. Hackles are up. Is there someone here? And I'm gonna look around the room to see if there's a intruder. No, my book. It's gone. Before she had time to finish transcribing it. Oh, I knew I shouldn't have let her. I'm sorry to hear that. That is that was important to you. Yes. Yes. I was. I had one of three, now I have none of three. And I have no idea where to begin looking. <sighs> now, so far in our investigation, we have not seen any bombastic, large, showy, it was us snake <laughs> symbols. <laughs> nope. Well, I don't think it was the. Uh, last time we were the here, they said no. that the serpents had already purchased the this ones that they wanted. This is too right? specific uh, a target. Who this else knew have, you had it? This had to have been the cult. Well, who, who else would have known that you had this? Nobody. We knew. Um, Wynn knew. Perhaps Wynn might know where we can find her. Is Wynn here? Well, she lost. I thought she was so dead. Probably. I'm not sure. The boat was down there doing mm, something with the maybe body. I could, maybe I could bring her back. Let's go see. Oh, this gets a little weird, but I like it. Let's try this. <laughs> All right, weekend at Bernie's. Here we go. <laughs> uh, so you two head down the stairs. As soon as you pass back through the beads, uh, the alarm cuts off. Yeah, I'll just walk up and, and see what Bolt's doing. Is everything all right? As I'm like, no, mm-hmm. I've got the torso <laughs> like yeah. down, and I got the legs on the table. Mm-hmm. And you're like, the table trying and to like, like put those basically. put the course together and like mm-hmm. it is it is almost it is almost wax like this material so mm-hmm. you are like applying a little bit of heat and kind of fusing things back together uh so it's not a mechanical construct it looks like this is more of like a an arcane Kilobanks, come climb inside this <laughs> <laughs> oh, can't leave uh, no everything is not all right my 
my copy of the book <clears throat> has been taken before uh, Madame Dalvin was able to finish transcribing it. What? The book that you found is gone. Yes. I, I am so sorry, and I'm going to get you in a big hug. Oh. There is nothing sadder than losing a book. Oh. Well, you say over the body of it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Victor will come down after and say, uh, Bolt, uh, you, you, can you mend these? these uh, the, then they'll have like the crumpled pages of what she was trying to do. And uh, Can you mend this? I've, I have dabbled in uh, bookbinding before. So I could if you could mend this, at least it might give you some of what you lost um, in the short term. It might not replace all of it, but maybe it holds a, a clue. Was this your first book? Because no. you always remember your first book. <laughs> That's true. I don't think I've ever read an entire book in my life. What? Victor. <laughs> to be fair, he was blind for a when number of years. <laughs> Not that you were there for that, but, <laughs> but I've heard. You, you know stories, yeah. <clears throat> there was a reason. <laughs> Look, do you think when she seems to be not quite... Grab, grab those two uh, bits right there and press them together. And he's just like, not much for mechanical constructs, but Lunira has the power to heal all life forms, and he'll. I'll just cast the mending spell. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. Again, this is um, this isn't strictly mechanical. It's a lot more like arcane. So the two of you working together, Bolt, uh, making sure that everything is arranged. Like there are some like it almost looks like there are like runes uh, that are etched again and again along, and you like line them up and get them all situated. Um, Lunera's light kind of helps you uh, seal everything back together um, and you guys get everything back in place you wait for a moment and then almost without ceremony Wynne just opens her eyes or their eyes, sorry and goes, what happened? Uh, we were hoping that you could tell us, we heard that you had been killed and Madame Talbane was missing. Where is she? Came Do you know who attacked? That, all that. The book is gone Hold on. You died. We brought you back. I cannot die. Then well, you, you were bisected by this table. I see. And she... Very they look over at it. This uh, came out of you. The fluid. I... Are you... I, I am understand. a construct created by Madame Talbane in order to assist her and protect her. And I appear to have failed. Like, a, she is like a homunculus. Sort of. We are called Majin. Um, we are very uncommon. Uh, Madame Talvain was able to recover a spell to create one and created me. It is a very expensive process, and I thought I could live up to that expense. Can you tell us so what happened? What are the last things you remember? Well, Madame Talvain was uh, preparing herself to go aid who she could uh, for the evening during the riots that were going on. And uh, some gentlemen came into the the store. They were cloaked, uh, golden eyes on their hoods, and they had some etiquathin with them. Um, they had one in particular that was quite large, and I tried to defend myself and defend the store, and was thrown. And she looked. They. I'm doing it again. They they have a feminine appearance more so than it, it's fairly androgynous, but it's a little bit more on the feminine side. Um, 
and I, I must have passed out, then they must have taken Madame Talvey in they, did they mention any names, who they were, what they were there for? No. They kind of rushed in without any... Oh, the Golden Eyes, does this, does this um, match um, any of the descriptions of like the any of our previous foes? You weren't there for that one. I yeah. forgot. Yeah. yeah. This is... Um, these are the ones that... the Astronomy Tower. Mm -hmm. oh, okay, okay. Yep. You, you each have like one of their shadow daggers, basically. They are like, uh, they are, they have, they follow the blinded one, I think is what it is, or the sightless one. I'm trying to remember which name I gave it, but, um, um, they're the ones who summoned that, uh, creature, that silent mm, creature. Yeah. Yeah, I'll actually pull out the, the dagger and say, were they, do you remember if they were carrying these? Yes, creatures? they were. Oh, <sighs> And with our last encounter, we didn't. Did we have any no. intel on where the where they were at, or was it fairly? Yep, it was. Okay. Yep, fairly. Um, yeah, these at a coffin. Were they also cloaked, or no? They appeared to be just wearing uh, normal, standard Etiquathan garb. Why were they with them? Perhaps we ought to hired muscle. Are there, were there any defining features other than at the Quathin? Um, no. That is like a pretty, said, pretty defining large. feature. They're not usually seen uh, in abundance. How many do we see in this in in, in Salisbury, you see probably more than most, and maybe it's like half a dozen down by the docks, usually. Okay, right? so they, them mm -hmm. coming and going, it would be a pretty yeah, easily... Yeah, at a Quathin are not... They, they do not stray too far from a deep well... Um, okay. Which is way below Salisbury. It's interesting. In I wonder if anyone else in the area may have seen them as they passed. River. <sighs> I don't know. But we if they're working around. at the Quatten, do you think they are in the. Um, perhaps the sightless one is because it's so deep and dark that it cannot see? I haven't. I haven't given that any thought. Perhaps, perhaps it is some sort of sea creature or sea god of some sort. At the very least, they could be working down there. What well, better place to hide than indeed well? I wonder if we could find more people in the area to see if they saw them leave. Um, I know in the chaos it probably will be difficult, but... It's worth a try. Win. What will you do now? You are searching for Madame Talvain? Yes, that is my my then, top priority anyway. Then I am accompanying you. As long as that's alright with my companions. I suppose we could use the help, especially um, until... I just need you to sign this affidavit in case you get hurt. It's not our fault. It's not uh, on our time that you get repaired again. Nothing. Nothing will be on you if something happens. Perfect. Side here. <sighs> Never mind. I'll scroll it up. All right. She she kind of like stands up pretty. They kind of stand up pretty stiffly, um, and go. I will return in a moment. While well, she leaves, I'll towards the back. Pick up the box again. So, Bolt, what would you find out? I am not touching that. I don't know if it's cursed or not. 
I'm pledging what, it. It's fine. What, what is it? What did you find? That's it? what you said about the maze. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was in I the... pull it out threateningly. That's fair. Okay. I, I guess what you mean. I, I found this in the wall in the other room in a secret compartment. Mm. I don't know if it is valuable. Perhaps we should ask. I don't want to steal it from them. It looks like mithril. Uh, yes, uh, but it is a box that does not have a lid. I cannot open it. And how do you know it's a box? Because it's a cube. Do I shake it? Is there anything inside? Uh, no. Could just be a brick of mithril. It what? is carved like a chest. Why don't we oh, ask? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> In what? case you missed that. Okay. It's <laughs> something like an ingot. It's <laughs> not a box. I, I why doesn't it open? <laughs> I was busy fixing a person, okay? Why, why don't we ask when, when she returns? Perhaps oh, she knows. Yes. I, 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 I started this, but they. <laughs> when, when, when they return. Yeah, when they return. When, when. When, when. <laughs> when, when return. Because it's a W-E-N-N? W-I-N. W-I-N, yeah. When lose returns. Because when I started creating the character, I originally went with with the she pronoun, but then I was like, they're a construct, they don't really have any like emotion, that's kind of their point. So I I changed it to they, because I didn't think it would matter. But apparently my brain (laughs) can't parse that information (laughs) properly. Um, When does return. Don't I know it. Yeah, exactly. Uh, wind does return, and they are wearing the the armor from oh. the chest, the chainmail. They kind of have la- like uh, it's almost like a skull cap with like the chainmail uh, coif coif to it, and they've got the the shield, the kite shield strapped to their back, and the short sword on their hip, and they look over at you holding the chest. Wind, I I'm glad you're back. I found this in the other room. I was hoping it might have a clue for what we are trying to do. That is an item that Madame Talvain uses in rituals, may I? Yes, yes. And she takes it and you just watch her kind of go lift up her shirt and push it into herself and then kind of put the shirt back down. So it's not cursed? No. What sort of rituals? (laughs) (laughs) I do not know if that is something I should say. Madame Talvain likes her secrets. In the event that you die or... I trusted her with my book. It's gone. If your book is gone, there is still a chance that it is safe. Yes, and we are now helping you to find your mistress. I think you ought to show us a little trust. I will say that if Madame Talvain had any warning about the intruders, which, judging by... Where did you say you found this? This was in the other room. Um, I'll explain how she I did. thought it. Then your book is safe from whoever kidnapped her. Would it be here somewhere? Recovering Madame Talvain would get your book back. It's probably in that box. Hmm. All right. Should we jump her? Well, where should we start? Okay. (laughs) (laughs) He's just like pointedly ignoring it. Victor's like, I want that box. It is entirely up to it. I have never investigated a kidnapping before. Should we head to the docks? Should we head straight to deep, uh, deep, deep well? Deep well. Deep well? It's I not, can't, it's I not can't, that easy to get into. I can't actually, it is. It is now? Yes. Yeah. It actually has been for a while. Like, okay. uh, you, Bolt just, I don't think Bolt's just ever, n- never been there. Um, there yes, is go a, deep well. There is a <laughs> tunnel. <laughs> underwater buttresses. Um, there is a tunnel that leads from Salisport down to deep well. And it is surprisingly about a half an hour's journey. Hmm. Yeah. That doesn't seem possible, but okay. 
it says the talking construct. I'm just saying. <laughs> that's, I'm just like, mm, yeah, yeah, magic. Um, I, we should probably yeah head to the docks first because the entrance to the deep wells down there anyway, and hopefully we can find some Etiquathan that could point us in the direction. Yes. Maybe, maybe they saw. Could be bribed, perhaps. Maybe I hear the new tunnel. They called it. Uh, I think it was Haste Loop. The Haste Loop. Kind of like Hyperloop. <laughs> it's called the Haste Loop, yeah. yeah. Right. You can go across the United States. The Haste Circle. <laughs> let's let's go. Okay. Yeah, let's go ahead. Dead. Uh, I want to stop at uh, the gnome place, though, real quick. Gnome okay. Culture. I'm just going to uh, walk by it. Is it boarded <laughs> up? or? Uh, it has, like, there are, like, boards on the, the windows, uh, but they do say, I assure you, we're open. Okay, I'm gonna open. I'm gonna open the door and peek inside. And there is like the, the gnome proprietor. Do I don't, I don't yeah. even remember if I named him. The gnome proprietor is uh, sweeping up a bunch of glass, and he turns. I, and I think I wrote it down. Goes, oh, you're back. Oh, you're not dead. No, uh, that's good. I guess. Yeah, you're. I, I'm glad to see you're alive as well. Did you go to the magistrate yet? Not yet. We'll get there soon. Of course. We were right, busy sure. saving town again. That's true. I guess uh, last night was pretty hectic. You know. So I guess we're even. I mean, you owed me nothing before. I owed you nothing before. Then we're She's even. <laughs> okay. All right, then. <laughs> he just goes back to sweeping. <laughs> and I close the door and then I'll be back up and be like, stay alive. Close it again. <laughs> Why, why is he so interested in me? I don't, I don't understand. <laughs> Definitely not nefarious purposes. No. <laughs> now, should we talk with the magistrate before we leave, just to let them no. know? No, we should no. not. Let's go. We've got this. Okay, it seems Agreed. suspicious, but let's do it. Okay, uh, so you guys head, uh, you actually don't head down, you head up, uh, because you need to get to the, the top tier and then kind of Exit Salisport almost basically. I'm there's kind of map. the inroad. Right. Just draw one. Draw Where's one you? immediately. Yeah, right now. No, I'm Here's not the map for <laughs> Salisport. <laughs> You're the map drawer. <laughs> Thank you very much. Draw a map, Scott. Uh, tomorrow, <laughs> tomorrow on or two days from now in your stream, can you draw a map? <laughs> yes, there's haberdasheries everywhere. Yes, <laughs> nothing but haberdasheries. Um, yeah, so basically, basically the the inroad where they kind of like there's kind of a checkpoint where they ask people if they're bringing any fruits or vegetables into Southport, you know, that kind of thing. Um, to declare. There is a, there is sort of a branch that leads off of Southport to this coral tunnel, basically. It's like the entrance to a coral tunnel that seems to go uh, straight down. Okay. Uh, so you guys are easily able to make it, to, you make your way up there when following you uh, stoically the entire way. Her movements are stiff and just kind of, you yeah. know, it's very clear to see in the daylight now that she's moving around and now that you know what she is, like she's very clearly a construct. Yeah, we so want to go to they the. They are very clearly a construct. <coughs> waiting in line, is there anything like this loop was built, or this uh, tunnel was built by our founder, Milan Husk? <laughs> it was. It is. It was built by the first mayor of Salisport. We'll call him Elon Sal. <laughs> Elon Sal. Okay. Elon. But with an A. Elan, Elan Sal. Yep. Someone, it, his real name was just Alan, but his parents wrote it down wrong on the yeah. birth certificate. Uh, and there is, it's not exactly a wait. Well, it, it's not a line that you're waiting in. It's more of there's a group forming at the oh, entrance gotcha. of the tunnel. And there are a couple um, 
There are just like a couple of bored looking uh, mage students from a local college. Is there any Etta Quoth? Uh, there are not any Etta Quoth that you can see currently. There are some other like races, like there's some tri uh, Tritons, there's a couple Water Genasi, um, there's several merchant carts that are carrying various like um, topside goods, that kind of thing. And as you as you watch the uh, the tunnel, there's kind of this little flash, and coming out of the tunnel is a uh, several like Etiquathin carrying bundles of stuff that kind of move off to the side immediately. I want to walk up to him. Okay, as soon as, as soon as I can. Okay. Uh, excuse me. Excuse me. Yeah. Um. We're looking for some Etiquathin. <laughs> you leave. We're right here. Uh, not. You. Well, maybe you. I don't know for yet, but uh, they attacked a friend of ours and kidnapped her. I'm, uh, I'm sorry. Miss Talvane. And you think that we know... You think all Etiquatha know each other? I don't know. There's many cultures in the world. They all have strange rituals. This one takes ashes for some he reason. He still has ashes on his face, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> He's just gonna shake his head and walk away. This one loves the moon, muttering, <laughs> muttering land dwellers. Sir, how about you? Can you help? Perhaps I know this is difficult for you, but we might want to try exercising some discretion. Oh right, um, we're looking for some people. You're not a good liar. It's... Let Victor talk. <laughs> he basically lies all the time. Do well. I guess that explains the curse maze. I find your strategy was honorable sound. liar. I'm an honorable right. liar, but a liar nonetheless. <laughs> I don't know what that means, but I will guess. Um, He's deceptive. He's charming. <laughs> the mages call out. Everyone going down. Please step forward. Step up, the mages. Uh, pardon me. Mm, yeah. Uh, I don't mean to be a bother. Um, we were looking uh, for some friends of ours. Uh, they were uh, wearing these uh, uh, cloaks. I'm like standing behind him, and I'm like. Like <laughs> they are wearing cloaks. I'm, I'm uh, like, describe the description everything. of like the, 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 what it looks like. Oh. Have you seen anyone like that come through here with? Uh, um. I think it was two Etiquathin. Well, when a, a large one, a, very, a large, very a very large, large Etiquathin. I, I, I turned away. Bigger than me or smaller? Bigger than you. A very large Etiquathin. <sighs> sorry, um, that would be the night shift. If anybody oh, came through, who is that? You, you look like you've there. stayed up all night. We've all kind of stayed up all night, but this tunnel needs to be open still, so... I wrestled a T-Rex earlier. What's a what's T-Rex? Uh, the other mage goes... Big dinosaur, big, lots of teeth. The other, yeah, it, when, it's really cool, actually. I'll show you my book later. When okay, it, come, cool. come up to the tower uh, I know you in a week. Wrestled you in high school. <laughs> <laughs> when, when does the night shift get here? At night. But it's late afternoon, yes. Yeah, so like when the sun sets, probably. Do you have a name that I can talk to? It's the sunset. Oh, let me see. Who was here last <laughs> night? Yeah, perhaps this will help you. And I think I have a one last tasty sugar bomb somewhere in here. Um, Do you? I thought you gave your last a while I'm ago. Looking for it. Unless you restocked. <laughs> Did we get any from Fitz's? Uh... Uh, no, he gave you mundane candy. Oh yeah, you're right. I don't yeah. have any. I have a peppermint candy. That's right, and it didn't attract yeah. any kids. We were very and upset. And a tricky tote sugar bombs. <laughs> I don't remember what those are. Uh, the tricky tote is uh, they're like um, 
random Halloween candies that do sensory yeah. effects and everything. Yeah, okay. you're, you're all D20 and they do weird things. I will give you one of those. Okay, he takes it and he's like, okay. Um, and the silver coin to help exercise your memory. So, uh, Bedrin and Tomoth were. Bedrin. Were the two working last night. Perfect. And if I was to find them just to ask, then maybe they see my friends. Probably in their home or their dorm. Their dorm. Uh, perfect. Uh, is there a registrar I could maybe go and speak with to have more information? Yeah. Let me hang on just a second. Hey. Wake up, man, then I'll slap it. <laughs> Um, Here's another sugar bomb. He hasn't even taken the first one. He just he just takes the other one and like puts it in his pocket. <laughs> but it does wake him up enough. Uh, yeah, there is a there is basically there's a, a mage college. There's a couple different yeah. ones in Salisport. They're not nearly as prestigious as like the Millibrax or um, uh, Willow Creek Hollow, but there is like a Salisport alma mater, as it were. Um, I'm not exactly sure. What is the name of the college called? Me. <laughs> um, I don't have to do this. <laughs> it's called um, Sal's Sal State. Sal, Sal State. State. Yeah, <laughs> that's basically where they where like all of the different uh, wizards <laughs> train in Salisport, and it's a lot of practical magic rather than like magical theory. It's almost like a community college, <laughs> community <laughs> wizard college. <laughs> but there are some dorms around there, and if you so, if you wanted to go that direction, you could. It's the um, it's the um, Sal's Applied Technology. Sal's Applied Technology College. Yeah. Applied Technology. S I T C. So uh, thank you for your information. I'm sorry for slapping. I was trying to wake you up. Uh, it's okay. I, Why don't I we head down and see what we can Perfect. learn? Perfect. And, uh, as so we're coming, if we're like, coming back like this. Tonight, I go to slap the guy as well. <laughs> 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 Discretion. Okay. <laughs> listen, listen to the way he talks. Don't necessarily mimic what he does. Because his actions are... My name is Victor. Questionable at best. Victor. It did seem rather cruel to slap somebody when you're not actively torturing them. He did it first. I do want me to torture you. I right. Could we <laughs> get in the tunnel? <laughs> do you want me? Oh. The, uh, the the mage is like, yes. Please step up with the rest of the group, which is has been waiting ever since you started talking to us. I'm uh, sorry for slapping you. Here's a silver coin. He's learning. Uh, I should pay for the tooth that I lost, I suppose. Oh, here's another silver coin. <laughs> I've earned a lot of weird. Can I slide today. a hand? Can I can I slide a hand one of those coins out? Oh, the tooth. That. <laughs> yes. Yes. Ooh, that's a three plus. Let's hope it's high. Sixteen. Nineteen. <laughs> well, uh, yeah, you managed to slip a silver out of his pocket. He's definitely like too tired to really even notice. Okay. Perfect. <laughs> uh, so yeah, so you guys step up with the rest of this group. The the mages kind of uh, do a almost synchronized, considering how tired they are. And then there is this kind of this uh, there is kind of this flush going down. It almost feels like um, <laughs> so splash mountain. And, and they go, you are you're all free to walk through the tunnel. Welcome to the welcome to the haste loop. Hmm. Splash mountain. Yeah, okay. I'll go in. Okay. Yeah, I'll go through. Uh, so it's just a normal dry cave. You you are uh, going down through uh, basically 
it takes about a half an hour, and every about, we'll say about 30 or 40 feet, you see a, uh, a set of uh, rune stones that have been uh, kind of pressed into the wall. And if you like approach one of them, kind of look, you can see that they are like shiftable, almost like they have two sides to them. And each time you step through one, you feel kind of this little sort of like, it almost feels like the tide is pulling you, right? And each time each time that you do that, you lurch forward. And after about three or four times, the... Oh, we could have called it the undertow. The undertow. Uh-huh. That would have been a cool name for it. <laughs> we had to go with haste, Lou. <laughs> I'm going to call it the undertow. Okay. <laughs> it's called both. Going one way, it's the undertow. Going the other way, it's the haste loop. Yeah. Um, after after about half of the cave, the uh, normal kind of caverns that you see, the stalactites, stalagmites, uh, turn into uh, a lot more like underwater looking. There's a lot of coral growing. So you said there's like yeah. the lurch, and then there's the ruins, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. So maybe it, we're, as we step past them, they cast haste on you, and that's why it's the haste loop. It does. It does feel like some sort of accelerant of some sort, or or teleportation magic. Accelerant explosives. Um, you're not quite sure it would take. It, I mean, if you want to roll a check, you can. You can try and find and glean more information. But that's up to you. Yeah, I'll do like an arcana okay. check. And there Just are a lot one. in in the second half of these tunnels. There are a lot of like little wading pools that have uh, those kind of like mini biomes. That, you know, you can stop and watch a crab walk in or go into the water. There's some like fish in there, like a koi pond almost. Uh, what was your arcana? Sixteen. Um, it it feels like Sorry, it's seven. actually it's actually like shortening the distance. It's almost like it's uh, collapsing the space, like a tesseract. Yeah, almost like a tesseract. like a wormhole. Yeah. yeah, basically, it's like folding space on itself, so that it it takes a what would be a journey from sea level down like a thousand fathoms or whatever oh, it is. This is um, similar magics to what the ships in the astral sea use. Yeah, to get around. Do my ears pop? Um, I rolled an eight from a con. Actually, no. The pressure remains consistent. I slap your ears. Yeah. And eventually, the the tunnel opens up again, and you find yourselves on a, a shelf. Let's see. Kind of like a little. Where is, is there an elf with us? Mm-hmm. There are a few elves here. Yes. Yeah. We have some elves on the shelf. Uh, eventually, the cavern opens up into a kind of a shelf of stone. Surrounded by a shimmering bubble that at first you think is water. Uh, the surface ripples like like it would if you were staring at the river from above. Uh, it doesn't take long to realize that it's not actually a bubble of water, though. It's a bubble of air pushing out from an orb in the center of the shelf that's holding the water back. Uh, it's impossible for you to see on the other side as you are kind of looking out of it. It's kind of like just, again, it looks like you're... Ripples. Yeah, you're trying to look into... A, a river from the top, you know. There's not there. The the water is churning so much from the the great river that you can't really see it. Uh, that is until like a small little family uh, of like three kind of that came down here for the day. Uh, the little boy runs over and he places his hand on the water, and it kind of creates a, almost a viewport where the water clears, and you see Deepwell. Uh, so the family of four breaks away, and little boy running to the edge instantly. A second of it stills, spreads out, creating a viewport. Uh, you see beautiful coral spires in dark colors uh, twisting up from the seabed, glimmering with bioluminescence in shifting colors and kind of like strobing patterns. Tunnels of air flow through and between these spires and weave around an otherwise barren landscape, only broken up by randomly spaced shimmering orbs of light that seem to cast a glow downward on what appeared to be manicured coral gardens or large farmstead filled with fish and other sea creatures. 
Swimming about above these pathways are hundreds of aquatic humanoids of all different types, zipping along the currents that seem to follow the same curves as the tunnels beneath them. As you watch a pair of Lydae swim up to the bubble uh, that you're at and push through, angling themselves to land on their feet and drench the shelf with a bit of water that quickly dries while the duo heads up the tunnel with a basket of fish between them. And then, so you've got the shelf. Uh, you, you you can like walk up, and anytime you touch it, it creates that clear view. Um, you can, as you kind of like look down, you can see other shelves along that are, have similar bubbles to them. Um, and then there is also a path leading off from the shelf that kind of spirals down that a lot of like the merchant carts have already started taking. Remind me, the Lydae are the which Otter, otter folk? Otter folk. Mm-hmm. Uh, or beaver folk. There are there are a few that are like yeah. beavers. And, right. and some muskrat. Yeah, basically that, that whole family. But these ones are otters specifically. Hopefully the, the, the city is built as well for air breathers as it is for water breathers. Should we follow the merchants? It's probably a good idea. Okay. <clears throat> Again, you kind of go winding down back and forth uh, this this switchback path. I do love my switchback paths. I, I do that a lot. But it's basically like down a ramp to a shelf, and each shelf kind of has like maybe a couple merchant stalls, you know, a food cart, that sort of thing. A couple of them look like they're full restaurants that have been carved into um, into the wall. One of them appears to be almost like uh, the bubble cuts halfway through, so you have like a an aquatic sitting area on one side and then a non-aquatic and you can even see like there is a human sitting and talking to a triton that's on the other side kind of sitting in, in the water one almost just having a casual conversation. I want to see what kind of food do they have? Um, they act, It's a lot of different uh, sushis and shishimi. 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 Nigiris. Basically there's a lot of cold fish. Um, there's Oops. not a lot of like cooked stuff but when there is it is usually like I'm going to walk over to the through the wall of water <laughs> yeah. to the Triton. Okay. And uh, do you have anything that would be spicy? She looks up and she goes, um, Poisonous, uh, I guess, would be maybe an underwater thing. I'm, I'm on, not sure. I'm, I'm not, I don't work here. I'm on a date with my friend. Oh. I thought they were the... No. For, oh, <laughs> there, okay. is, there is somebody at the back that's at the <laughs> well, bar. <laughs> I am very sorry to interrupt. But while I've got your attention, do you recommend anything? Um... Their kelp wraps are pretty good. Here's the silver for your time. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> the two, the two just kind of like look at each other awkwardly. Bolt is going to run out of silver before long. <laughs> <laughs> He's learning though. Art of negotiation. I'll, I'll keep track of it. Minus three. Boom. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'll go up to like, I don't know, there's like a little sushi bar or something. Yeah, there's like a little sushi bar up there. Uh, hello. Oh, hi. Who was it? Uh, this is actually just a human. There's a human on the the air side, and then there's actually, you can see that, well, actually, you know what? It's a water genasi, so they can transfer between the two. I'm in the water like, side still. Okay. Yeah, they'll kind of just, like, slide over. What can I get you? Um, I heard the... Can you speak underwater? I don't think I, you have... Humans can speak underwater. That's true. Yeah, it does come out kind of gurgly. Yeah, it's enchanted. Why not? I don't have to breathe. Yeah. So, just I just make... <laughs> You could just as easily be in the air side. <laughs> this is this is. I pointless. wanted to be in the water. I've been waiting to use this feature. The whole... I mean, wanted to do this, and I also want to partake of the the local culture's food mm-hmm. in in yeah. the environment that it was made in. Sure. So give me my wrap, damn it! <laughs> okay. One kelp wrap. Yes, extra spicy. Extra you spicy. Do spicy things in the underwater. I don't know. My first time here. 
Oh, that's a good question. Would an underwater culture do spice? Or would it be things like mild toxins? Now it'd be there in spice. That's true. You had like, like so you want it. Sea urchin. You sea want anemones. it Aquathan style? Uh, yes. Yeah. Makes your tongue go numb. Mm -hmm. So instead of like instead of like four chilies or whatever on the menu, it's uh, it'd be what? Three urchins. Poison barbs. Yeah. Four anemones. <laughs> and one puffer fish. Yeah, the, like they the the trying definitely takes a puffer fish and cuts out a specific spot and puts it into the wrap and hands it to you. <laughs> yes, like Homer Simpson. They yep. can, it might die in twenty four hours. They don't know. <laughs> yeah. So you have a wrap and she got four silver. There you go. Okay. Uh, yeah. Do roll okay. me. Do roll me a Constitution saving throw against poison because uh, Etiquathan Etiquathan uh, biology allows for toxins, but I have resistance. To it, so. Yep. Right, I think you I have advantage. Yeah, advantage. You're a warforged. Would you say constitution? Yep. Mm -hmm. 21. 21? Yeah, you're fine. Yeah, I just go, that's pretty good. My compliments to you. Thank you. Have a wonderful day. Uh, thank you, you too. It's kind of hard to tell if it's day or night down here. Do you, oh. have, do you have a way to know? Yeah, and uh, she points over at um, at the wall, and there is sort of a... It almost looks like a, a seashell, and it's about half lit up. It almost looks like it's reflecting the sun, but without the sun actually there. Those are all enchanted, oh, so you can tell what time of know. day. Here's a silver. No. Thanks. Appreciate the tip. <laughs> <laughs> she drops it and just kind of slowly spirals it into her tip jar. You just, she puts it in one of those like spinny thing, but or the water one where they yeah. you know they yeah. float down and you try to catch them with the little. Yeah. You only have to give them if you're trying to get information. Not every uh, that was. Pretty helpful information, was it not? But you're supposed to I would say it. that conversation between land and water is going to be extremely difficult. Yeah, I'm just like <laughs> <laughs> that. That couple on the date is having a really rough time, and they're mostly using sign well, language. Like Victor, Victor's going to start. He pulls out a silver coin. He points at it, and then he says, "Like trying to just figure like, before, <laughs> like what you, you give it to her before." Oh, well, like, it's, it seemed like you gave her gold or silver after she gave you the information. You use it as an enticement. That was good information, though. But you don't pay for good information unless it's necessary. She seems like an upstanding person. She doesn't need more gold. I wanted to be nice. She sticks her head through the park. Can I get either of you two anything? Mm. Oh, hello. Hi. You um, really should try this seaweed wrap. This Actually, it's I just had a question. Sure. We're looking for... <laughs> From the Constitution, say. We're looking for a couple of uh, humanoids. 16. Cloaks with golden eyes on the back. <laughs> traveling with a couple of very large etacoffin. Oh. I don't suppose they came through here. L larger than I am. Larger than you? Yes. Uh, we don't usually make etacoffin larger than you. You make it a quantum. <laughs> you have, do you have in, in the sense of like how people are usually. You two are rubbing right? off on me. <laughs> do you? Well, I, I'm actually curious. That does do usually have, make Etiquathan, Yes. Are there are there other constructs down here? Um, I mean, they're not. No, not that I know of. Oh, anyway, I'm, I'm assuming that's, that's a no. No, I didn't. I didn't see anybody. Uh, there's quite a few Etiquathan that come through here. Um, you said that there was a mixed group, though? Yes, the others were wearing cloaks that had a, did you say a golden eye? Yeah, basically on the hood of them. Yeah. Golden eye on the hood, hooded. Hmm. Um, yeah, I, I mean, I didn't, when did they come through here? It would have been a few hours ago. A few hours? 
Um, I mean, Probably I haven't seen anything yet. What, eight hours ago? Okay, watch, watch. This is how you do it. If I, oh. um, here's a silver. Are you sure there is nothing that you can remember and about she, these people? She puts it in the normal, just boring tip jar on the <laughs> air side, and she goes, "No, unfortunately, not. Sorry." Are you sure? Here's another silver. I, okay. I, I, I <laughs> take the silver. I'm just like, <sighs> if we were looking. To talk to someone who might be able to help us find someone. Do you know who we might go to? I, w- I would say I'd probably start with the ranchers down at the bottom. The ranchers. Uh, there's a couple. There's a couple farms and ranches pretty close to um, the entrance of the uh, of the airways. Um, wait, what do, what do I call that? Yeah, just need to check near the undertow or something else. No, uh, the undertow is is the tunnel, but uh, the airways that go around. Uh, there's a specific name that I gave him. The brachial tubes of the... The joining path is what it's called. Path. Yeah. It basically the the separation between air and land it's the, that's been developed uh, so that people can walk down there. If it was a mixed group, they probably would have uh, gone through there and, and the joining path really only has one starting point and there's a couple farms around there. Excellent. Thank you for your help. No problem. Uh, anything else that I can get you guys while you're here? I don't believe so. Uh, another kelp wrap for the road, please. Of course. Chill. Mm. Quickly roll you up a kelp wrap. Take another. Uh, does she does she make it on the water side or the other side? Uh, half and half. She'll like start on the air side for like a lot of like the air meats, like a little bit of chicken in there too, right? And then she'll roll it into the water to soggy up the oh, chicken. Well, I was gonna <laughs> say the water probably adds mm-hmm. you know saltiness to it, right? Yep. Like yep. brine. Wait, are these rivers salt rivers? Uh, they're yes, actually they are. Oh, well, no, they, no, 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 they're freshwater rivers. Are they? Yeah, I thought, that, I thought we said they were salty. No, there's a lot of saltwater creatures that live in here, oh, but they are not. Uh, they, they are not saltwater rivers. I go taste the water. Is it saltwater? It is not saltwater. It is oh, regular water. water. Yep. Um, basically, every creature that has uh, been transplanted into the great rivers that were originally in oceans have all adapted to freshwater or been force adapted by whatever gods you know helps create yeah. uh, this portion of an area i'll take my wrap drop my four silver thank you have a pleasant day you as well let's go talk to but as i walk by the couple i go have a wonderful evening thank you for the recommendation <laughs> <laughs> you're welcome <laughs> I just was really weird, right? Yeah, that, that robot literally came up and talked to us. What's a robot? I don't know. <laughs> I, don't know. <laughs> I just felt right to say it. <laughs> the word just came out. Yeah. I think that's what they're called now. Robot. Uh, yeah, so you, you can continue down the shelves until you get to the bottom. And there is <clears throat> sort of a large bubble. Again, it's a little bit clearer down here, so you can see like the bioluminescent lights kind of uh, twinkling up overhead. And a couple other fish, like Bolt, if you kind of like walk over and put your hand on it, you you see one of those like angler fish just kind of floating there, and it, it spots you and <laughs> swims away in the yeah. water. <laughs> and and yeah, so the as far as the air bubbles go, like you can press against them and they're pretty sturdy, so like you don't accidentally like fall through them. But like with pressure, you yeah. can you can change like your and, intent which mm-hmm. can make you go through. Yep, and uh, you do feel a pressure change as your hand goes through. So, but it's like a quick acclimation. It's not just crushing pressure as soon as you push in. Mm. So, so, so just to help me, like, yeah. visualize what's happening here. There's, 
Here, let me go get the hose. (laughs) (laughs) There's these airways that act as sort of corridors snaking throughout the city, essentially. Mm -hmm. Yep, the the big coal (laughs) fires that you see uh, look like they house different Etiquathan buildings, almost like the apartment complexes, that sort of thing. And then there is the joining path, which is the airways that kind of snake through and between these uh, pathways so that um, land dwellers can can walk among them. And then the uh, the currents that kind of act as the highways for a lot of the seafaring creatures basically follow these same paths. Kind of so, parallel. Yeah, so as you as you would walk, you could see like... Uh, overhead. Yeah, people uh, okay. swimming overhead. Cool. Yep. And then um, as far as it goes, it's pretty dark down here except for the bioluminescence. Uh, only lit up every now and then by... It appears to be some sort of like... Uh, again, they're kind of these uh, big seashells that have been enchanted with light and they kind of hang over uh, certain areas and illuminate kind of the sun's rays down onto a farm that has more normal fish rather than the fish of the deep and a lot more like coral and everything like that. Okay. Yeah, yeah I'd like to go to like the first farm okay. that we see. Yeah, so uh, walking down the joining path, you see you see one there is an Etiquathan woman with kind of a, uh, she's wearing uh, a kelp like half skirt and she's got a a band of kelp around her chest that looks more practical than anything else. And she's kind of got a uh, sheep's crook and she looks over at, at you as you kind of approach and Does show you as a sheep's crook on the fish. Uh, yeah, she is definitely like, there's a tuna that starts like, and they, they are large tuna that starts like going away and she just like crooks it back into place, you know? And there's there are also some like um, tiny little uh, crabs that are wandering around, but they're the deep sea kind of crabs. So they have like the really long legs and they look really creepy. <laughs> Seriously, go look up like deep sea crabs. They're terrifying or deep sea lobsters. Um, but she will notice you and she'll come on over and expertly kind of spin around so that she dives out through into the joining path. Like feet first. Yep. And she says, can I help you? Uh, yes. Sorry to disturb you and thank you for your time. No worries. Um, we are looking for, for a friend uh, who we believe might have come through here. I'm wondering, since this is the joining path, do I have that right? Yes, that's correct. Uh, we thought... Perhaps you might have noticed them. Uh, they were fairly conspicuous. Um, a couple in hooded cloaks with a golden eye on the hood and traveling with three, was it three? Uh, yeah. Three large, very large Etiquathan. And you said the Etiquathan were in this part of the joining path? Uh, we think. Hmm. Def- Perhaps go this way. Yes. Yeah. Um... I did see a couple uh, land dwellers in cloaks uh, coming through last night. I didn't see any Etiquathan with them, but that's not too uncommon. Typically, once you get down here, most like to make it into the water. Of course. Um, I'd say... I mean, they were a bit odd. I didn't see any golden eyes on their cloaks, but they were pushing a wheelbarrow full of something. Did they have a woman with them? Not that I know of. I don't suppose you know what was in the wheelbarrow. No, they had it covered. How big? Large enough to hold a person. Yeah. Did I see a a dead body? I doubt it. We don't know yet. She might have just been sleeping. Oh, well, that's good news, I suppose. Any idea where they were headed? Uh, Well, it looked like they were headed uh, to the north, which... There's only one place that the joining path uh, leads to to the north, and that's uh, Mungo Mungo's Fall. Mungo Mungo's Fall. Yeah. 
Right. I wonder if that's any relation to our Mongo. Mongo, Mongo. Mongo, Mongo. Oh, not Mongo. M-O-N-G-A, M-O-N-G-A. This fall is a waterfall? Uh, No, it's, um, well, it used to be a historical site. Um, It was where our, it was where our first, like, hero smote uh, Mongo, Mongo. And his, his, the shell is still there of the creature. Mongo Mongo is a sea creature. Yes. Um, well, river creature. What, yes. Why do you know what a sea is? <laughs> no, I said that. Actually, you do know what a sea is now, yeah. Uh, what, what kind of creature? <coughs> I was a giant uh, nautiloid kraken. Hmm. Um, yeah, big, big like, you know, spiraling shell, that I kind of thing. Impressive conquest in that. Yeah, it was, uh, it was kind of the last big creature that was down here and it allowed us to settle. Uh, hmm. So it was a historical site for a while. And then it was uh, purchased um, by an Etiquathan family and turned into an arena of sorts. Mm-hmm. So it's, I don't really go there anymore. I did when I was a kid, but you know. Well, we'll make our way there and see if we can find our friends that we're looking for. Thank you so much for your time. Of course, yeah. And most helpful. Give her a silver. You don't need to, she's a kind person. Um, is there anything else that I can help you with? Because if not, I can see, I can, and she kind of like turns to the side a little bit, and you can see there's like three or four tuna that are like almost to the edges of uh, of her light. No, I don't believe so. Go uh, herd your fish. Excellent, thank, thank you, you very much. Have a have a good one. And she's just gonna you like slip well. back into the water uh, through Push the my head. In. You as well. <laughs> and then and then you see her like zip over and like snap her jaws at one of the tuna to get it back into position. She's both shepherd and sheepdog. Yep. <laughs> well, she uh. Edequathan. Yeah, she was in an Edequathan. Mm-hmm. Okay. Which again, um, the, the male Edequathan are large, kind of uh, larger heads, you know, more great white bull, shark- bull sharkish. Uh, and then the female are lithe and smaller, but uh, they're very cunning, very intelligent, that sort of thing, typically. Tiger sharks. Yeah, like tiger sharks. Did she have. Uh, wh- I think that's what her pattern was. I'll get on the path going north. Um, Towards Munga Munga. Sure. Yeah. I'm just taking in all the sights. <laughs> With the seaweed wrap. <laughs> the kelp wrap, sorry. Mm-hmm. Different. Sometimes it dries out a little bit, and I just like, the water. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, it is, there's a, several different paths. There's a bunch of different, like, coral gardens and everything that you guys pass by. It's pretty beautiful down here, surprisingly, for, uh, I mean, obviously, like, if you look out into the ocean, you can see a little bit further than what's been cultivated. It turns into very much that deep dark trench kind of like there's no plants that grow down here other than what has been forced to grow by these uh, glow lights and soon enough you kind of rise up the joining path and you see a large uh, nautilus shell like uh, large as in double the size of, of of the tower back home you know kind of thing yep. and, and and maybe five times as wide that sort of thing and you can hear you can hear shouts and, and cheers coming from inside of it. And there is there is a small line, but it, there's not too much of a lead up leading up to a um, a triton with um, tiger stripe kind of skin. And he, he takes some money from a couple and ushers them inside. And then you can step up. And he goes, I um the match has already started today, but it's uh it's how much did I say here? Two silver per entry. So we we would like to yeah, see this match. Of course. Two silvers. Yeah. Yeah. Hand it over. Two, two. Um when 
uh, says, I, I do not have any money on me. I, I will pay for hers. Okay. Or theirs. Sorry. Uh, yours too, as well. Perfect. Um, it's just uh, standing room only at this point, but if you can find a seat, good luck, I suppose. Yeah. Okay, let's go in and see if we can see what's going on. Okay. Yeah, so you enter into the uh, the arena, as it were, and it is like the air area. Yeah. There, yeah, it, it definitely is divided air and water. However, all of the water in this air bubble isn't rippling. It's all clear, almost like it's been uh, purposefully like set that way. And you can see in the distance is a like three or four large glowing jellyfish. And weaving among them are several like Etiquathan kind of engaged in. It, does, it looks at first like they're engaged in combat, but they have these. It's sort of like water polo where they have the little crook things in there. They're tossing a uh, little sea, sea urchin. A sea urchin to each other. Yeah, and like the ends, the ends of the thing uh, are like almost like that sponge, that sea sponge. Mm-hmm. So like they'll catch it really quick and then they'll flip it off. And uh, you see like one of them ram another into one of the jellyfish, and he like jerks and, and is shocked out of it and everything and the crowd kind of goes crazy for it mm. uh, until one of them until one of them manages to land uh, the the urchin right into a kind of this floating sponge and it kind of sends it rocking away a little bit and the, the crowd full cheers. rules for this game will be right here see Quidditch they call yep. it Blitzball yeah, there's a tiny little lionfish that's like swimming around, and one person's trying to find it <laughs> to end the game, which is the stupidest way to end the game, in my opinion. It's worth 150 points. It doesn't matter what so, the score yeah, is. Yeah, it doesn't Just matter. Find the snitch. Yep. Yeah, J.K. Rowling was not a sports and, fanatic. And then, and then she tried to, and then she tried to be like, "No, it is possible," you know, in book four, yeah. like to be like, "Oh, you can catch the snitch, but you still lose." But it's like you don't want to catch the Why snitch catch if you're losing, like. Uh, at that point, like, if you're going to make it worth that much, then Harry should have caught it one time. Mm-hmm. One time in the whole series as, like, because make it super hard to get. Yeah. yeah. Like, the actual skill is in the regular game. Yeah, you play to, you play to 100 and you play to 200. Yeah. Yeah. And the, and the snitch just gets you there quicker or something like yeah. that. Yeah. And get it one time in the, in the finals or whatever, you know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Anyway, yeah. So I mean, it's just a it's just a regular match. You see, that there's actually a couple of uh, there's a couple of tritons that are sitting at the edge. Uh, like one of them's facing each way, and it looks like they're taking bets, basically. Um, but yeah, it's not really. Is it a hundred to one bet? <laughs> no, it is not. Corey's not going to make that mistake again. <laughs> never again. Never again. Well, this is a fascinating game. It is, but I don't know if it's getting us any closer to Madame Talbane. It's true. You think this arena is um, magically upheld? Oh, I'm sure of it. How else would we be breathing on the water? I just feel very claustrophobic down here. What if it fails? I mean, it uh, collapses on us and then we all die. We should have picked up some potions of water breathing. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Brawls. I bet you they probably. The Brawl's head tingles a little bit. If Bro. <laughs> someone needs me, <laughs> 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 yeah. I bet you if you try and buy them down here, they're at a massive premium. Yeah, but it's better than dying. That's exactly what they want you to think. Would you rather die? I don't know yet. That's where they get you. 
It's like, buying, it's like buying water at Warp Tour. Yeah. <laughs> it's like $12 They a know you need it, so... <laughs> anyway, um, should we maybe ask around the crowd? See if, uh, I guess at a cursory glance, do we see anyone who is... How about a god? our descriptions. Or an employee. Yeah, there, there's no one like wearing a cloak that you size, can see. Uh, but size-wise, do we see any Adequathen? There are no. Like that? Yeah, there are none that are like larger no, than. Correct me if I'm wrong. A couple of about his size. Generally speaking, uh, persons of ill repute usually not necessarily congregate, but know each other, wh whether it's personal or otherwise. Would, would that be correct? I've been reading one of your. I think he's insinuating one of your detective noir <laughs> books that you've only read like twelve pages of. Because <laughs> he solves them. Yeah. <laughs> yes. You just read. You just I put read the, back. the first ten pages. I make a guess. I go to the last page. If I'm right, I never read the book. And if you're wrong, I don't. Forget read it. I asked. I don't read it because it wasn't worth my time anyway. <laughs> but does that sound correct? Sure. So, birds of a feather fly together, kind of thing. Yes. That's a pretty good saying is. Those two taking bets. Do they look like they're like sanctioned bet takers or are they doing it kind of like on uh, down low? Yeah, they, they look like these booths are set up typically. Oh, damn it. I thought they were like shady. being sneaky and shady. It's legal gambling. Yeah. Are you trying to say that everyone I didn't say that. Is... <laughs> oh. Yeah, you don't. I mean, it, Salisport has a very lax view yeah. on gambling, um, but it's not necessarily like. Something perhaps, that people do often. Perhaps one of those two uh, persons can help us. Uh, probably see a lot of people. Um, they they might know where to hire some Etiquathan muscle as well. That's fair. Perhaps we ask around. I will go ask these gentlemen okay. around and say, "Excuse me, gentlemen. Um, yeah, um, I'm gentlewoman. If here to make a bet, I I actually. Um, oh sure, why not? What are the odds? Um, so two hundred to you one. Know, do you know who's playing? I have no idea. Okay, so there's uh, there's Rip Snarl. The second. Yeah. Snaggletooth. Rip Snarl the second. Okay. And and there's just Mangle name Fang. off the street sharks. <laughs> Rip Snarl and Manglefang. Manglefang. All right. Um. And they're pretty much split even. Manglefang's a little bit favored. So. I'm gonna go with Snarl. I'm okay. kind of biased. Because uh -huh. I have a, so a knife that's named Snarl too. Oh, okay. So, right. um, yes, put me down for him. That's a great way to make a bet. It's based off of yes, the name. Yes, yeah. perfect. Uh -huh. I, I have no idea what his. Also, his also your are. birthday. That's another great and, thing. Yes, that too. <laughs> um, but I, I did also have a question. Sure. Um, how much are you putting down? First of all, I uh, play. Why not? Play. I'm big spender. You know. Um, how is a uh, hundred gold? Yeah, that is a big spender. I'm gonna have to get approval for that. Sorry. That sounds like a lot of paperwork. 50? 50? Yeah, 50 would be. All right, 50. Yeah, 50, 50. It requires no paperwork. Um, but I did I did want to also, uh, for your travel, here's another uh, gold piece for you. I want to find some muscle. Uh, my, my friends and I uh, were looking for something, and uh, we've heard that there are some very large Etikvathen uh, that are particularly good at what they do. Yeah. Uh, if you're looking for muscle, I would recommend directing everything towards that guy. Oh, look. Uh, and there is, is a, there is a there is a rather large, he's not like 
double the size that like Wynn doesn't recognize him. Uh, he's he's actually got a little bit more of a gut than you've seen with the uh, most, and he's sitting in sort of a private booth talking with a couple uh, at a cloth. Actually, sorry, no, it's a female. It is not a male. Okay, it is a female, and she is talking with. Uh, um, before I go and speak with uh, them, what is uh, their temperament? Do they like visitors? Are they good at business? Uh, they're very good at business, um, but uh, I would say just be respectful. They do own the place, after all. Absolutely, the, I am the whole place. Yeah. I have oh. the utmost respect. I never slap anybody first time I meet them. Here is another gold piece for your discretion. We will never okay. hit. Uh, roll well, me unless I get wins, then I will be back. Roll me a D one hundred, please. D100. You're looking for a forty three or lower. D one hundred. Forty three. I got a fifteen. Fifteen. Uh, yeah. So whatever the outcome, the your your team will win. Sweet. Yep. So you'll get two hundred gold. Back. Yep. Four to one. Yeah. All right. Um, I will go and approach the. Did they give us a name for this person? I uh, you did not ask for a name. Um, if you'd like to ask me, uh, and what, how should I address them? I would I would address them as uh, Madam Giliodi. Madam Giliodi. Yep. I'll kind of uh, motion to everybody else that when we'll approach. Standard. At menacing, respectful. Be very respectful. Respectfully I, menacing. Respectfully menacing. Yes, honorable. Yeah. I, I appreciate. When we'll like copy your yes. stance. Exactly. <laughs> we will make a liar of him yet. <laughs> Honest liar. Honorable. Honorable. Liar. Oh, honorable. Sorry. <clears throat> I have a ten intelligence. Um, uh, yes, and I have a ten uh, wisdom. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, Madame Gilioli. Uh, so you you walk up to the booth, the private kind of the private yeah. section, and immediately two large etiquette and I'll stop. This, this is in the air. Where yep. We're, mm-hmm. yep. Okay. The, it is actually in the air, which is interesting rather than it being in the water. I'll stop and I'll bow respectfully. I am uh, Victor. I am of the Eight Rings. I wish to speak with you. Ooh. Victor of the Eight Rings. Interesting. Let him through. Um, may my companions also come? Of course. This is Bolt, and this is Aloma. And this is, uh, this is Preston forgetting. Win. Win. This is Win because I, I wanted to call her Liz. Win, he's here. Um, the, the, nice are... to meet you. I am Matawa. Matawa? Though Madame Giliotti would be completely fine. Madame... And how can I help yes. such wonderful uh, surface dwellers today? Madame Giliotti, I have been referred to you. Um, I've been told that if I was to look for muscle, for people who have uh, a particular set of skills that you might be able to help. Yeah, the, our family has a lot of muscle. That's good to hear. That's good to hear. Business must be great. Oh, it is. I'm sure. Um, I mean, look at what we've been able to afford. That's true. This is a beautiful place. Beautiful. Um, I, this is very impressive. Can you believe that it was wasting away as some historical site until I took it over? You don't say. I love what you've done with the place. There's a bunch of natural I do as well. Yes. Um, <laughs> uh, so I've been told. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, I will cut to the chase. I, I, I do hope so. I do wish to see the end of this. Oh, yes, yes, yes. I spoke with, uh, or I actually, I saw a, a group that uh, seemed that they had uh, found a very large Atikvathen that looked perfect for what we could do. It was bigger than him. Do you know anyone who might be able to... Three. Three of them. Three of them. 
We saw they were seeing topside just just last night. They looked strong. Roll me a deception check, please, at this point. Okay. Uh, that is a fifteen plus. I always go the wrong way. Fifteen plus deception, twelve. So that's going to be twenty-seven. She leans back in her chair a little bit and she goes, "Very large, you say? They they were magnificent." The specimens. They 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 looked as though they could lift the mountain. Well, they wouldn't have happened to be guarding anyone at the time, would they? Oh, they seemed not important. I mean, maybe with some cloaks or something, maybe an eyeball, but they didn't seem important at the time. I was too distracted by this large, strong etivata. Is this really about the muscle, or is it about the ones that they were with? I was curious to find the, the muscle, but uh, how many how many people are in this room? So uh, Matawa is here, <laughs> and then there are the two Adequathen behind her. Mm-hmm. Um, you can't see anybody else currently, um, but don't uh, you dare spirit guard. <laughs> 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 Uh, you can give me a perception check if you. If you like. pop this yeah. bubble and we die, <laughs> I will mourn your. I will mourn your death. We, did, we told Aram as we left, yes. right? <laughs> you know, just to fight sure, your bodies. We, uh, we left a note saying that we were going to our Madame corpses. Talbain's. <laughs> um, oh, Twenty-five. Um, you do notice that there are several shapes kind of hanging above that almost seem to be just like floating in the water above this private uh, bubble, and. Um, as you are looking, uh, Matawa leans forward suddenly, like lightning quick, and she goes, "Do not lie to me. What is this about?" <clears throat> I put my hand on your shoulder. If you would like, I can take this. <laughs> <laughs> literally, literally, <a> cannon. Because <laughs> you're the liar. Um. <sighs> I, I have I have said no lies, but I I do believe that um, yeah, there I was a person of interest, a friend of ours that has gone missing. I do I am not hoping to um, I have no problems with them, with these Edequatin, but I do wish to speak with the people who have uh, taken our friend just to understand what it is that they hmm. want for this ransom. They left us no note. They did not tell us anything about this. Thank you for being honest with me. And she leans back, and you can you. see the other, the other like at a crossing, kind of relax a little bit. Yes. Uh, and she goes, "To answer your question, they're not ours. Uh, they paid for transit through our area to their little holding that they have just outside of the city. The cloaked ones. Yes. However, I will not. Is the large at yours? If it matches the description I'm thinking of." No. A rival? You can say that. Misguided. We do have some experience with... Perhaps you would be interested rival in gangs. pointing us in their direction as our aim is to recover our friend and perhaps... Perhaps. It also could uh, be lucrative for me as well. How so? Do you have money? Yes, lots of money. I would like money. That is not what you 
How about, how does, <laughs> I look at Victor and I kind of, how does 100 gold sound? One million dollars. Sounds like I could make that much just in betting. It's Victor, gonna just go on my guess. It's going to have to be a little bit more than that. How about, wait, um, you said it's your competitor. How much no. gold, hey, how much gold came from your friend's place? Can they be convinced? <laughs> like 700, wasn't it? It was... when we get a discount if we take out a rival. No rival. Like I said, they're misguided. 600. I did business with them. Is there a way for us to convince this person to come into your fold? Perhaps um, a little persuasion on our part. I don't think you're going to be able to convince those fanatics of anything. Would you rather them be dispatched? I mean, look at me. I am. This is. That's what I do. It's. I, we could drop. You are. Me. You are an assassin. Or at least that's what the rumors I hear about the Omex Wing. Look, it doesn't matter to me who they are. Their coin was good, and I let them through. If your coin is just as good, you can go as well. <sighs> what is your price? Five thousand gold. We bite your jowls. <laughs> five thousand gold. Um, five thousand gold um, for uh, safe passage for me, my friends, and the return passage. Return passage. Give me a persuasion check. Uh, that would be a twelve plus persuasion. That's a plus seven. Nineteen. Yeah. I think we can arrange return passage as well. How about this? Two thousand five hundred gold. And I will owe you a favor as a member of the drinks. He has magical contracts as well. I was going to say and don't kill you. <laughs> I say that under my breath. <laughs> she doesn't hear that. Sharks don't have very good hearing. <clears throat> I think that would be acceptable terms. Having a member of the eight rings owe me a favor sounds quite nice. Now, it is, I must say that it is me and not the eight rings that I... It would be a favor from me and not from the eight rings themselves. One of you is usually enough. It is true. Um, if this is a bite, I have a standard contract here. I fell on that blank. <laughs> like an ad lib. <laughs> like a ad lib contract. <laughs> um, Person, place, or thing. I need an adjective. Yeah. yeah. Here, and here's the gold. And I'll, I'll, I'll have the. I'll pull out 2,500 in the bag of gold mm -hmm. and kind of weigh it in my hand. And I have the gold ready if you are ready to sign. And she kind of points to the table in front of her. You can set it all. I'll set it on the table, but I will keep the bag of gold in my hands until it's signed. Yeah, and she'll lean forward and she'll actually prick uh, on one of her teeth, her thumb, and she'll sign her name. Okay, I'll pull back, and I will sign my mine. You also, <laughs> sure, I'll, on her teeth. <laughs> Here, let me borrow that for a sec. <laughs> I'll use one of my Hold. blades. <laughs> and then, okay, and then uh, yeah, I'll roll it up and. Uh, in a court. 
Here's your gold. And she she again just points at the table and you set it down and then I'll set it she down. nods to another one of the other quads and will come over and pick it up and take it. And then I'll take the scroll and bring my magic. Hopefully that ink is waterproof. Retiring. That's true. And uh, another Etiquathan male kind of comes rumbling up. Be it here, and please take them to uh, our usual transport. They're heading towards the hollow. The hollow. And that was Atari? Oh, man. This is another weird. hollow. <laughs> no, this is this is where all the hicks. The Etiquathan. Dueling banjos. That's the bayou. And he nods and he just starts marching away. She goes, I do hope that you swing by soon, and I will call on you when I am ready, Victor. It has been a pleasure. Madam... And I, she, he didn't stop. Giliotti. Madam Giliotti, it has been a pleasure. Of course. Look at me remembering names. I know, right? Right, stuff down. Yes. No, 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 I wrote it down. I just wrote it in chicken scratch, so <laughs> I appreciate it. <laughs> Actually, it took me longer than that if you go back to Broken Spear. That's true. That's true. <laughs> five years. <laughs> yep. Uh, yeah, so you are ushered out. She gets back uh, to watching the end of the match, which is, uh, again, your uh, Rip Snarl wins. So you're able to... I'll pick up the bag. You're able to pick up the 200 gold on the way out. Gentlemen. And woman. Mm-hmm. Assuming yeah. there's one, right? Yeah. At least one person here is a woman. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, so... Uh, what did I say? It was... Indiri. The name of the person who's called assistant, yeah, Atari, Atari. Yeah. <laughs> this is what I heard. Or it was Qatari or Atari. It was Itari. 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 I Itari. heard Atari as well. It's pro- it's probably fake. I'm gonna look back and realize what the real name is, but we're changing it, it to Itari. Itari. Yeah. Katara. Yeah. Uh, and he's going to just kind of like lead you down uh, the, the beneath the the shell itself to this kind of underground cavern. You see. You see that there are a bunch of uh, very large, like, manta rays just kind of, like, swimming over each other, skimming along the bottom, that kind of thing. And he he lets out kind of a, a, an underwater whistle that seems to almost, like, carry, you know, like uh, one of those dolphins that blows the, ring, the air ring. And it goes over and it hits one of them and it veers off immediately and comes over and, and kind of settles down. And he just waves his hand. Just a neat trick. At, basically, you guys are at the edge and he goes, uh, I hope you guys can hold your breath. Wait a minute, I didn't say this. (laughs) How long is the ride? The hollow's about 20 minutes away. I, I, I pull the ring off of my tail and I hand it to Bolt and I say, what do you want? Just put it on and I say, is it cursed? (laughs) No, No, you have one too many curses right now. Um, just, just, just put it on your finger. Are you sure? I, I I'm, know. I'm positive. Trust me. Okay. I will slip it on. And then I'm going to disappear into my ring. Okay. And say, I, I'm, before I do, I'll, I say, I'll be able to tell when we're somewhere I can breathe again. But uh, I hope you're able to make it with us. I just like okay. disappear inside the ring. Bag of How holding, much air is in the bag of holding? Ten, <laughs> ten minutes of air. Ten minutes of air. I'll get in the bag of holding. You can hold. Wait, your, I can't because I got a bag of holding. You can hold your breath for it's like constitution, which is like negative. <laughs> <laughs> hold on, I think I. I can, you get you get a uh, warm embrace from Padraig. Yeah, it's, it's been a yeah, long it's time. Been a little bit there. 
And I can be in there for 10 hours. Okay. You can't bring anybody with you? Not, not until, not until like level 10, oh, I okay. think, or right. something. Crowbar. Like, it's like Warlock level something, mm -hmm. and I'm not planning on taking any no, yeah. Warlock level, so. Hmm. It might be Fantastic. six. Yeah. No, that's when you can fly. I can't remember. Anyway. Pit iron doors. <sighs> Victor. If you want to let me You're not going to like I'll, this. I'll, I'll, I'll do it. No. But I, I can bring you back to life. What does that mean? <laughs> if you don't make it. Oh, well, okay. so let's see. That's okay. a look, minute. Look it's right. a, yeah, you have, you have basically 11 minutes at this point. This is secured. Actually, okay. Can I retcon something? Sure. Would, would you allow me? I don't think this is. I don't think this is rules as written. But would you allow me to stick him, to stick Victor in, and not go myself? Just as long as like it's only one person. You know what I mean? Like. Uh, what does this, the feature specifically say? Does this just say you or it does says it say you? Okay. It yeah. says. I've got I'll another idea. I'll actually. Okay. Wait, if you hold my bag of holding. I, I can hold, and you can get in yours or mine. There's <gasps> roughly 10 minutes of air. However, if you are much smaller, you lose use a lot less air. <laughs> that is fair. That's actually and, yeah, and accurate. Listen, we can double the air. You put the two bag of holdings close to No, bad idea. Get it real close and I just go, air. One of them falls into the other one. Just, on accident. I'm out of air and you just see me go, <laughs> from, <laughs> from, from deep well, there's just... Whoops. <laughs> um, if you want if to... If you're very small, use a lot less air. I... I think that's right. probably our best bet. I can, I can reduce. Please I hold can my bag reduce. of holding. As, a, as an action, you can magically we'll you can you can magically vanish and enter your vessel. Okay. Yeah, it just says yeah, just says you. So. Okay. Uh, yeah, when when we'll take the bag of holding if you offer it. Um, I can hold on to it for you. Are you going to put it in your abdomen like all the other stuff I've given you? No. Okay. And I'll she takes her slowly. Or they take it and they just put it over uh, their shoulder. Um, All right, Bolt, I'm ready. Technically, only lasts for a minute. That's enlarge reduce. Yeah. Damn it! I thought it um, would last longer. I wanna. I'm trying to find <laughs> so, the rules. I'll get in the back, but when I'm trying to get out, all you'll see it'll. This is gonna be a Jim Carrey moment when my face is going. <laughs> I need air. Let me out. As I push out of the. Where back. is it? It's in the Dungeon Master's Guide. Oh, I can't find it in oh, D&D um, Beyond. Are you sure you don't have any potions of like? Not fog cloud, but the one that turns like in a mist or anything. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I mean, I looked at my my. Uh, I swear I had like a, a water breathing at some because point. I that can wild shape and I can wild shape into a creature that has a swim speed now. Yeah, you could. Which is but, why I was saying, yeah. can I stick him in mm -hmm. in the thing? Hmm. Um. If you're willing to use one of your precious wild shapes. I know. That's and tough. and hand me an epic die. Oh, I will right. allow this. So here's what I'll do. I will um <laughs> I'll 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 tap on the ring and be like, Patrick, I have a favor to ask. I know this is a bit unusual, but we're in sort of dire straits. I'm wondering if my friend Victor might be able to uh, accompany you inside inside the ring for 20 minutes or so, if he promises not to touch anything. If he promises not to touch anything. I won't touch anything. Does the floor count? The cushions, uh, the 
couches. Uh, cushions. You have cushions. Yes, it's uh, well. Oh, that's right. It's a genie's bottle. It's, it's right. a devil. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so you get a feeling of like, almost like, uh, Podrick wants to judge mm-hmm. Victor. So you would need to hand him. Yeah, I, I'll I'll hand the ring to Victor. The penitent man is, bows. He is <laughs> he is honorable. You perform the. Uh, and he is the weeping sword of play. Yeah. For him. Uh, Victor, put on the ring, would you? Now roll me an insight check. Ring goes on. Ring goes off. Ring goes on. Ring goes off. You are now invisible. I am doing which which check? I'm sorry. Insight. Insight is going to be twenty-five. Twenty-five. Uh, there is there is a moment, and then you get this feeling like you, the ring's done with you. You should head it back to the ring, and you get a feeling of warmth. Acceptance. I appreciate it. I say, um... I swear on my honor I will not touch anything except the floor and the cushions. I'm not exactly sure how this works. I, when I do it myself, um, it sort of comes naturally. And I just take it and I like, hold it up to his forehead. <laughs> the, the ring expands and like encompasses him and just like pulls him in. Victor like yelps and there's, there's, this, <laughs> there's this point where your feet are sticking out and yeah. you get sucked in. <laughs> I say excellent. Uh, if you wouldn't mind, sure. Put that on, and, and then I am hold going on to. to... <laughs> if I shout in there, can anyone hear me outside of it? Oh, we'll get to what you see in there in a moment. I'm going to wild shape. <laughs> Be quiet in your Pokeball. <laughs> I'm going to wild shape into. Um, oh gosh, I had, I had it picked out. Um, oh, uh, it's a shark. Up some potions. Um, a a reef shark. Oh, nice. Seems fitting. And I'll, I'll like, like jump into the water, and like as I do, I'm like transforming okay. into a shark. That was cool. This is a theory. <laughs> uh, I agree. I've never seen him do that before. Well, anyway, on on the ray, correct? Yes. And then when <laughs> hopping next to you, and she'll like take her shield off of her back and kind of hold it closer to her to give her to the resistance. It's a good thing. Um, and then he goes. Aramis is there. And the, the ray <laughs> flows off and uh, hits, basically, you you step have to, have to step into the water, basically, on the right, and then it goes off and starts uh, trailing uh, downward and away. Uh, Victor, I'm you, just like, wow. you kind of flow through almost nothingness, as it were, uh, until you arrive in a large, twisting uh, set of tunnels that is just lay, inlaid with ore and gems like all along it. There's only one way that you can really go. The other way appears to just be a black void. I will look around and I'll smell the air. Uh, it smells like very, very fine spices and a little bit of like an earthy scent underneath it. I was told I could only touch the cushions and the floor. I will find the cushions. And then I will smell, whatever way smells the more, or smells better, I'll take the Gandalf approach. Okay. Yeah, so you just you just totally wander through the tunnel, uh, and eventually it does open up into uh, sort of a spacious room. Uh, there are several several men and women in, um, in very, uh, not revealing clothing, but very like risque clothing, as it were. Yeah, scandalous. Uh, and they they were kind of just like standing around holding various trays and everything as you walk in, and uh, sitting on and there's, there's a bunch of like cushions, incense kind of flowing through the air. Uh, Padre's uh, 
did you decide on a gender for them? He's male. He's male. Okay. Uh, and then like one of the like the curtain, there's kind of these diaphanous curtains, and it opens up and it reveals a very handsome looking, uh, well built male with kind of uh, brownish skin. Have you ever? It's said you've said Podrick out loud. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, or have you talked to Podrick? You did just now. Yeah. You were you were no. just talking. Okay. To him. Okay. Yeah, so and uh, he, the, the the curtains part, he's got. Um, He's kind of, kind of like dark skin. It almost looks very stony. He's wearing uh, just a, like a pair of uh, like green uh, pantaloons, as it were. And he actually has four arms. He's got uh, four stone arms. And they both sets clap together. And he goes, welcome, Victor. About, I, I believe you are the great um, Podrick. <laughs> yes, I am the great Podrick. Thank I, you very much. Thank you for <laughs> letting me in your home. I was not aware it was here. Of course. Um, uh, can I interest you in some wine, some grapes? I was told not to touch anything, <laughs> but you passed the test. But you can you can go ahead and have some stuff while you're in here. It's okay. Aloma is very particular about wanting to make sure that um, that I am well taken care of, and I do appreciate him for it. But you might as well enjoy yourself while you're in here. So you um, you had a question for Padre. You were asking him something about time, perhaps. Oh, um, Podrick, uh, I assume time in here is the same. Do I need to worry about? Yeah, twenty minutes in here will be twenty minutes out there as well. And and it does say that you can like see and hear sort of the environment outside. Okay, Victor, are you okay in there? Kind <laughs> 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 rumbling. Yeah. Why is yelling so loud? <laughs> now you know how I live. Oh, actually. And he just like reaches over and he goes like this, almost like he's turning down the volume now. <laughs> <laughs> now, Victor, while I do appreciate you uh, being here, and you are the sort that uh, I definitely would like to get associated with, and if Aloma trusts you, I trust you as well. I do have to say that this cannot be a regular thing. Right. Um, my, understand. My vessel is not meant for mortals to tread in very often, and uh, Aloma is the exception to this rule. Victor will look down at his shoes and like slowly take off his boots. <laughs> and then I appreciate and that. like like kind of set them neatly at the doorway. And <laughs> now, have you ever had any dealings with uh, my kind before? I cannot say that I have. Um, this is the first. Um, well, typically my kind uh, enjoys the finer things. Um, gems, jewels, gold, that sort of thing. Or if uh, if that is not the case, then the services of others, and he kind of waves his hand around at the various serpents, uh, serving you specifically, like dates and grapes and uh, nuts and stuff right and now. And Victor's like doing everything like he can to like just be like, don't eat anything, don't touch anything, don't eat anything. <laughs> he told them, no, I wouldn't do anything. I wouldn't touch anything. I, so... Typically, I would require a sort of payment for this sort of thing. Again, not from Aloma, but from many others. I would say, because Aloma is your friend, and because you are being very truthful and and agreeing to his uh, wishes here, a single truth, perhaps one that you have not told anyone yet, might suffice. A single truth? Yes. You don't have to say it out loud, and he kind of waves his hand, and uh, one of the Probably one of the really servants should. brings over a, a a small little like um, it's almost like a, a stylized bottle that looks like a, we'll say it looks like a dagger. Okay, and and he says, if you would like, you could whisper it into this, just for me to hold on to. 
Okay, I'll bite. And I'll send it to you in Discord. Okay. Yeah, so you can pop the cork off of that, <laughs> uh, kind of uh, whisper something in there, and then uh, put it back on. Excellent, wonderful. Well, we should. We have about 20 minutes. Uh, again, if you'd like to partake in anything. Otherwise, I can conjure up some entertainment, that sort of thing. I think... I, uh, I actually sent it to the whole group. Whoops. Sweet. I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh, there you go. I was gonna look. <laughs> it hasn't even been sent yet. No, yeah. <laughs> I, I, um, I think at this point I am, I am much in your debt. I, I will, uh, be not, not more than a spectator. Should well, uh, how about this as well? Um, I, I perhaps, uh, I, I know a mean, uh, weeping swordsman. If you'd like, I could show you. Absolutely. I even have costumes. Really? Yes. <laughs> I will put mine away. And he waves off the servant that was coming around with the box of costumes. Okay. Preston, you, don't, you don't be a bard. You don't have your ba bag of holding, though, do you? No, I'll go to my bag of holding and go. You do. I do because, have a bag of holding. Yeah, because you didn't have to jump into a bag of holding. Oh, that's true. And this doesn't count as... This doesn't count as... Yeah. Okay. Yeah. okay, so I will, I'll uh, reach my bag of holding and pull out the traveling cloak. And the hood, the, the, mask, hood, the mask. You'll find that it's actually pink. <laughs> <laughs> you slipped in the wrong. It's, it's been dyed pink. Yeah, because I usually, did the, no, I did the laundry one day and I just threw it all together. All together. All yeah. he usually has to say is cloak, and it's just the only cloak in there. But now the pink one is in there, so it's no, not that one. It's cloak and the pink other one. cloak. Yeah, other cloak. They're both pink. <laughs> okay. Uh, so while that's happening, uh, Aloma, you're experiencing. Underwater travel for the mm -hmm. first time. I'm loving it. Yeah. I'm just like, wow, I feel so sleek. Okay. Uh, you do go ahead and roll me a perception check. Like an Olympic swimmer. Yep. That's With a legal costumes. 20. Costume swimming suits. 20. Uh, you definitely do pick up the scent. It, it seems like something, something's bleeding. Uh, not too far away, Ooh, some animal. Yeah. That's good. <laughs> <laughs> it's Bruce and yep. <laughs> fish are friends, not food. <laughs> His uh, eyes go black. Yeah, just pure black. So what would you like to do? Would you like to follow that scent, or are you just going to stay on um, target? Let's see, I can't speak. Um, and I can't cast spells. So, um... Juicy secret. I will... I'll just kind of look at Bolt. Man, how do I communicate this? Shark sign language. <laughs> um, I'm very fluent in it. So. It's, just, it's just left shark dance. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> um. <laughs> yeah. For those of you who haven't seen it, go look at Left Shark. Is that uh, Katy Perry? Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah from a um, Super Bowl halftime yeah, show, yeah. like totally six years ago or whatever. Yeah. I'll 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 follow the blood scent okay. briefly, All just right. to kind of see uh, if uh, I can see where it's going. Wind, wind just gives you a shrug. Not sure where they're going. Well, I hope he makes it. To where we're going? Do you full on Bruce? Like your eyes roll back? No, I mean I keep my personality and everything. Like, I don't become like I never a shark. Do you need to breathe? Anything. No, I do not. Oh, good. This would be very awkward if you did. Yes. It would. <laughs> She's concerned. Um, eyes. They're, like, they're like, it's not too yes. far away. Okay. It's it's a couple minutes, and you come around and you see there's just sort of a, uh, it's just like a wounded, not a puffer fish, but uh, we'll say it's a wounded octopus. Okay. Uh, like or a like a deep sea squid or something like that. Okay. Uh, yeah, it's just. Weird. All right, I'll go back to yeah. to the. Like, Aloma wouldn't rest. take a bite. <laughs> I mean, Aloma eats raw food all the time. Yeah. He doesn't like seafood and very much. Calamari 
It's good. No, not a big seafood fan. Red, <laughs> red meat mostly. I mean, Fine. squid are usually red. <laughs> Fine, tuna. Now this one, this one was like clear. <laughs> no, was it tuna? Although the the shark is making it seem a little more appealing, but he's it's like know. animorphs. Yeah, you, you get a little bit of the the yeah. animal like instinct. Mm-hmm. Stay as a shark for too long. Two hours. That's all you get, Tobias. Stuck. Okay. So after after about twenty minutes or so, uh, the the water starts clearing. You kind of like come in behind the the manta ray. Obviously, like you don't know where you're going. Yeah. You pick up uh, a remora or two. You know, <laughs> just cleaning cleaning the underbelly, that sort of right. thing. And eventually, you kind of come around this turn in um, this kind of underwater canyon, almost, and you see you see something up ahead. And at first, you think it's another nautilus shell. Uh, but then you kind of you kind of spot it and you think it's a little odd that this shell has petrified tentacles kind of uh, coming off of it. Mm-hmm. Um, but you realize that you are actually staring at the deck of an interesting looking ship, mm-hmm. uh, one with a sort of squid theme to it. Mm-hmm. And as you uh, you three with Victor inside the Dow approach it, that's where we're going to end tonight. <laughs> Thank you, everybody, so much for joining us. I had a wonderful time, and we have some interesting things coming. For example, how is Aramis going to get here next time? <laughs> I've got Guardians. to figure that out. <laughs> Will Victor be able to survive the ride back? <laughs> <laughs> a third thing? A third thing, yep. Third thing. <laughs> uh, but thank you so much for joining me. I, uh, you guys specifically. Yeah, I usually fun. thank the audience, but I want to thank you as well. I always love uh, running these fine little games, especially when it's... Uh, one that you just have to bear with a lot of role play with. So yeah, yeah, there's no bears in the water. No, or is there? Water yet. bears, owl bears. They, they're bear giant tardigrades. Bears, bear sharks, giant tardigrades. Water bears. <laughs> yep. Uh, but um, don't forget to like, comment, subscribe. Uh, go check out Sirenscape. They do wonderful little noises. So wonderful that Scott didn't even know they were. <laughs> Thought they uh, were yeah. the dog. <laughs> Thought they were the dog. But it's just whale sounds. Nope, so yeah. Tells you what my dog's And ring like. that dinger. Ring the dinger. Join Discord. Check out uh, the streaming on Friday. Go check out a couple weeks ago. Victor, you did an amazing job. And by Victor, I mean Preston. <laughs> I do that all the time. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. He walks downstairs and he's like, hey, Bolt, have you taken the trash out? Uh, <laughs> I mean recycling. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, but thank you, everybody, for joining us. And we'll see you in a couple of weeks. Thanks, guys. Bye. Happy holidays. I've never done like a full underwater thing. I'm I'm so glad that I got to use both wild shape to actually transform into a beast and my genius vessel in the same episode. It's true. Um, Give yourself inspiration, by the way. Oh, that was that was a good way. Does anybody not have inspiration? Anybody not have inspiration? inspiration. Yeah, we we all got it last time, and then we didn't have any combat. That's true. Yeah. But yeah, that that. Uh, Are we switching to table inspiration or keeping regular? Uh, we're keeping our regular one for now. Sorry, what were you saying, Preston? No, I was just saying I I, uh, I swore that I had a uh, potion at some point of it, but I. I thought you had one of it. like Gash's cloud. Yeah. That might have been. I, that was me, I think. I think I used it. Well, I thought at in, some point in the uh, air temple. Yeah. I might be thinking of a different campaign because I remember at some point I had a potion of water breathing because my person couldn't swim and they couldn't figure. It, it was like a. 
uh, character. And of course, I didn't take any water breathing spells <laughs> because that's just that spell that's like when you need when it, you don't need it. <laughs> it's yeah. great, but you need it like once a campaign. So what we so just need to do is just sleep on the take. deck. I mean, <laughs> I, I love that I'm like, okay, Etiquathan, they're going to go to Deepwell. Maybe one of them will think about picking up some aquatic items or potions. <laughs> Nobody did, and then I'm and then I'm sitting there like, okay, yeah. When Victor's stingy, it looks like we're gonna have to figure this out. Well, when Victor's stingy, because like he comes down and he's that whole thing's going through his mind. He's he's like claustrophobic. He's kind of like, okay, like if the magic stops here, like if there's a null magic sphere here at any point in time, we're all dead. Yeah, <laughs> we're dead. Yeah, that's why I was like, no, I'll be fine. <laughs> I mean, you might be dead. <laughs> 